Hi, and welcome back to the Top 4 Podcast with Jake, James, and Cooper. Today's topic, fishing lures. Fishing lures. We're going to go fishing this week. Yeah, buddy. Initiate Andy Griffith theme song. Top 4 Podcast with Jake, James, and Cooper. Really ought to know that the show is super duper. They're making their list where they're serious. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. This is Top 4 with Jake, James, and Cooper. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing this week? Today, this week? Tonight. <laughs> Long. Tonight. Tonight. Who sings that? Uh, hot, 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 hot Chili Ray. Ray. Hot Chili Ray. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing pretty good, Jake. What about you, dude? Oh, he's sneezing? Purple Elephant. You Bless can't you. do it now. It's not going to work. Look at the lights. You better not. Big boy. Nope. Nope. No sneeze. Cooper, how are you doing? Uh, well, my Monday switched over to my Tuesday. My Tuesday was a Monday. So you didn't have to work on Monday? No. Wait, hold on. No. My my Monday went by really good and was really fast. Today sucked, though. Hey, that's a bummer. long, and it was drawn out, and I nearly died. It's hump day tomorrow, though, so that's... Hump day? We're almost no, there. it's church day tomorrow. Dude, and we got freaking... Fields of Faith Fields tomorrow. of Faith tomorrow, yeah. so... No, y'all have Fields of Faith well, tomorrow. Be interesting <laughs> tomorrow, because... Uh, yeah. Uh, I found out that one of our... I'm not going to talk about that. Never, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that, but I'll tell you all about it later. Um, but yeah, my week's been okay. Uh, I got a big project at work I've been going over, uh, but I don't want to talk about work because that's lame. Well, I do have something I want to bring up tonight, though. I was telling James, I kind of gave him a little teaser earlier today. Um, do y'all ever like find something out about someone that you care a lot about, and then it's like, Oh snap! I made a, I like I didn't know this, and this kind of changes my opinion of that person. Have y'all ever found something like that out? Yeah, every time I I'm hang out with you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, James is like I realized how much of like great people these people are, and I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm such yeah. a bad person. Yeah, oh. no, I I think I know what you're saying. I can't think of a time recently, but yeah, it's definitely happened in the past. So uh, I'll just tell y'all, um, it's about my wife. I found something out tonight, and uh, it's not like anything like you know, divorce worthy or anything like that, but it's pretty close. So, you know, sometimes you, it's, it's kind of like one of those things where like, if you, when you get your first roommate or whatever in college and it's like, well, you know, you might not want to get your best friend cause you might find out you hate wait, wait, each wait, wait, other. Wait. Before you go into this though, sorry to completely cut you off. I think it would be really fun for Cooper and I to guess what is about to be said. Okay. T- y'all, <laughs> y'all take a guess. I'll what take do y'all think I found out about Kaylin today that really upset me? Cause <laughs> I bet you won't get it. She only does up her deckers. <laughs> It'd be really weird if you're just now finding this out <laughs> yeah. because you've been married for like six months. Uh, Explain what an upper decker is. They've also lived together basically for the past like six years it's, almost. It's when you poop in the top of the toilet so that when you flush, the poop slowly disintegrates into the toilet. That way you always have dirty poop water. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not an upper do- It's not a do- 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 <laughs> Not an upper decker. Cooper, what's your guess? Cooper, what's your guess? Not, ha- not quite that serious. She has six toes. I would have done found not, that out. Not by now. not eleven toes. She hey. only has six. No. <laughs> Your brother has a crippling foot fetish. He would have yeah, already known. Yeah, everybody She's a knows. ninja turtle. She only has three toes on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Kalins. <laughs> <laughs> Women in half shell. <laughs> That's awesome. This, okay, I already knew that this week was going to be way more chaotic than last week. Like last yeah. week, we got like Pixar. This week, fish and lures. Yeah. yeah. This, this week, you, we're going to get come. way more off topic. Oh so what's, what's problematic so, with Caleb? Um, then maybe I'm overreacting, but 
I there's little things that make me like that get on my nerves. Little pet peeves, you know. Everybody's got them, which is why I think we should do top four pet peeves one day. Oh, dude. Yeah. But I was getting the house ready for you guys to come over tonight. I was like cleaning up, cleaning the bathroom. So I would have found an upper decker if it was there. <laughs> it wasn't though. I go get the. We got a brand new vacuum. I've already complained about this vacuum dude. eight times. Yeah. It's a great vacuum, but I'm sick of vacuuming. I think Caleb's year was made when she bought the vacuum, and she got married this year. Yes, exactly. But anyway, I go and get the vacuum, and Kaylin does not put the cord back on the vacuum cleaner when she gets done. She just wrapped it up and put it over the handle. What do you mean that's not divorce-worthy, Jake? Yeah. That's 100% divorce-worthy. That might be murder-worthy. I saw red there for a little bit. I'm not going to lie, y'all. Her arms were cut off. Her legs were cut off. (laughs) <laughs> We're getting into a serial killer podcast real yeah, quick yeah. with that. Well, now, why did Jake do it? Because like she never it. put the cord up. <laughs> I really the like prosecutor's like, understandable, he could go. Yeah, the jury's like, He's innocent. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked whenever uh, Top Four Podcast got the episode three and it turned into a two two co host uh, true crime podcast about the third host that murdered his wife. Uh, we'll, we'll give you some calls, we'll call you into prison every now and then. You said episode three. It's episode two. I'm saying, yeah. Next, I've next been murdered her. Yeah. It needs a week to kill her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I got you. I was like, wait, did you do you know, a week without me? I think me? this I'm is the... problematic for you, though, because just having this record, like the NSA's already got it. They've already got premeditation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going away, They've dude. already called dog. You're going like, away. All right, give up on, <laughs> <laughs> give up on Brian. Oh, we've got this guy in Arkansas. You need to go get on him right now. Have you seen the gif of the, it was like FBI hunting Brian Landry or Laundry? And there was like a computer in their type and just looking at it. And then this freaking dog, the bounty hunter hunting him. He drop kicks a freaking grill and then like looks in the lid of the grill. Like what the heck? That's a pretty good one. That's fast. Does he just kick it or does he like full on drop kick it? He like, I, I think he drop kicked it in the video, but I don't remember. I do think for sure that top four pet peeves will be a really good yeah. one one day. Cause like I've got several and they're not all from like Kalen. Cause Kalen has... Kalen's messier than I am, which I feel like is not the case for a whole like a lot of guys and their wives. Like usually, I feel like the wives are having to pick up after the husbands, and I don't really have to pick up after Kalen, but she likes to leave stuff in my areas, and I'm like, I I, no. I, I can't do this. Like I'll come, I, I'll like get out of the bathroom, and then there's just like her hairbrush. We have like a double vanity, and her hairbrush is on my side of the vanity. Yeah. I'm like, why did that, you put it over here? That would like, frustrate you, me. Like, yes, I'm like like I, every day I put my hand on my side and just like. And just scoot everything over to the other side. You know how I fixed that? I started throwing everything that she put on my side away. Whenever I threw away a hundred dollar freaking pallet of makeup, she quit doing it real quick. Mm-hmm. That'll get you divorced, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I think you were talking about it. pet peeves. Do you guys ever have like personal pet peeves, like just things about yourself that you're like, oh, that really bothers me? Are you really gonna ask me that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Facts, but I was mostly trying to segue really smoothly into. Like when you run upstairs or walk upstairs and you're out of breath and you're just, <sighs> yes, like that bothers me. Do you guys ever do like we're all big dudes here? We can be real with one another. Do you do the fat dude move of if you walk by somebody else at the top of the stairs, you, you hold like your breath. you hold your breath and you're like, oh, absolutely. Well, I, so I have to wear a mask at work when I'm walking around. I don't at my queue, but walking around I do. And right now the floor I'm on is getting remodeled, so I don't have a bathroom on my floor. So no matter what, I have to go down and then up the stairs or up the stairs and back down the stairs to get to the bathroom, no matter what. It's only one flight, so it's not that bad, but uh, it's kind of like a big like circular one, so it's a lot of more walking than it really needs to be. But I noticed, like, I've, I'm a nose breather, and through my mask, and especially because it's like allergy season right now, 
it's really audible when I breathe through my nose. Yeah. And I catch myself doing it at the worst times. Like there'll be like a couple girls pass by and then I have to catch my breath. I'm like, (laughs) 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 it's like, they totally think I just smelled them. I think Jake (laughs) is confirming he is a serial killer. He's sniffing (laughs) random girls. He's like, "Mm, your hair smells nice. Mm. But yeah. But then I get back to my cube after going to the bathroom or whatever. I'm sitting there like, yeah. Okay. Especially with so, cube, because like somebody's right next to you. Yes. Do you guys have modern cubes where there's like not yeah. a real wall? Oh, that's well, even... it, it's a real wall, uh, but it's shorter than our old one. So, so you can, like, like see people sitting down. It's like right here. So okay. it's not like super low, but so it's, it's not a super high. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah we've th- got we've thrown away like a hundred four foot walls at work. We've got six <laughs> foots at work, so it gives me a little bit more privacy. But there's, the noise still carries. So like yeah. if I sit there and I'm like. <clears throat> They all get that. Uh, today, <laughs> Everyone's heads like pop up like meerkats. It's, like, yeah, it. <laughs> it's funny we're talking about this because today I had to sneeze and I needed to go to the bathroom. I didn't poop my pants or nothing. But, but I, went your pants again? I went to blow my nose. I went to blow my nose and I blew my nose like... I was like, Dad, go ahead. And I'm wearing my headphones. like I'm wearing my AirPods listening to a book and I'm like... How loud was that? Because I only felt it. Like everybody else could have been like on a phone call. Like, yeah, yeah, our numbers are looking really good. What was that? <laughs> okay, well, I sneezed and farted whenever I was fishing with Dad one time. And whenever I did, Dad looked at me and was like, you better be careful doing that. You'll cause a vacuum and your guts won't have anywhere to go. So I'll just create a black hole. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> was Is like, that called snarted? <laughs> yeah, probably. Sneeze, fart, snart. Yeah. Smart sounds like oh a character. Oh my gosh, I just realized what shart is a combination <laughs> of. No, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> a sneeze part? No, a shart. I just oh, realized you didn't realize what a shart was? The Christian well, form of it would be like a part. Poop fart. <laughs> or a crart. Cart. A crart. Crap, crap fart. Well, crart. Like, I, I knew what it was. Like I knew it was whenever you pooped yourself, whenever you farted. But I didn't, I didn't. You didn't think about the word? Yeah, I didn't put the no. words together until just now. I was innocent, like, innocent Cooper. Yeah, buddy. But yeah, this week we're talking about fishing lures. Nothing huh. makes yeah. it sound more redneck top, than episode two being fishing lures. Top, top four fishing, fishing lures. Is that like fishing stories or? Cooper. That's fishing how I lures. say it. Yeah. Say like a normal human being. Lore. James. Lore. How do you say oil? Oil. How do you say oil? Oil? Like oil? Yeah. Oil. Like, well, I think I, I, think I say oil. Does it, like, does it change when you say motor oil or do you motor like? Motor oil. I, I say, think I say proper You oil. say it like a yuppie. You say yeah. oil. I watch too much Gordon Ramsay. You know how hard it is for me to say oil? oil? Yeah, I have to like, oil. like iron. You know, it's iron, it's like the chef arm. that keeps on saying onion, but he's onion. like onion. Onion. <laughs> onion. Or Benedict Cumberbatch trying to say penguin in that one. Penguins. <laughs> yeah, ping, penguins. Yeah, <laughs> penguins. Yeah. yeah, penguins. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we all like to fish here. That's probably the thing we do the most together. Yeah. Uh, like realistically. Because ah, video games. I think we fish lately. I think we've been fishing more yeah, than yeah, definitely. fishing more than video games. We haven't played. I haven't been on in like two weeks, dude. Did, yeah, I, I've well, only been on the past two nights. No, and for like a week or two. So, uh, but yeah, fishing is definitely a big hobby of ours. I love to fish. Me and Cooper grew up fishing. And well, look, uh, Cooper used to hate fishing, I, and then yeah. like one day, how old were you? Do you think twelve? Yeah, whenever Cooper like turned twelve, he's like, you know what? I'm never gonna stop fishing. Yeah, and then he what like. Flipped? L- uh, I like, I was in the shower one day and I came across a video. It was like, the Cooper, one of the, this is a clean podcast. It, I, I watched YouTube whenever I take showers. Um, and I came across like 
a Lunkers TV video or a Fishing with Flair video or something like that. And I was like, eh, I'll give it a shot. And so I started watching it and like just seeing people with bait casters. Because I remember dad had tried to teach me how to use a bait caster once before. And I absolutely, like, I ruined an entire spool of line. <laughs> <laughs> like, I made one cast, and I was like, yep, we're putting that up, and we're getting the spin reel. Um, you mean it was a Tuesday for James? Yeah, for real. Uh, he, yeah, the last but, two times we went, uh, I backlashed the crap out of a rod. Yeah. And so I've been but, changing a lot of line here lately. But uh, I remember I'd given new, uh, like, old combo that Dad had gotten me and Jake. He got us each one for christmas like a couple years before that and i asked new i was like hey do you still have that combo that i gave you a couple years back he was like yeah and i was like do you care if i use it he was like yeah i just put line on it the other day so like if you want it you can have it it's yours so i like went out and i grabbed that and like that night i like went out and i was like hey dad what do you think a good thing to put on this would be because i'm kind of wanting to learn like how to fish properly bite and he was like here i'll give you a spinnerbait and like that entire week i think it was the week of spring break I just would go out and I'd cast that spinnerbait over and over and over again. And it started off like I was only able to get like 10 feet. And then eventually I was able to get like 20 feet. And I was like, I'm a pro at this. And I caught like one that was probably like a pound and a half or something like that. And I was like, this is the biggest fish in the world. Like I was convinced of it. And then like two weeks later, I caught uh, like six and a half. Uh, was that like really like right after you started? Oh, yeah. I thought you had kind I, of been doing that for a little bit. No, it, it was, was like almost right after I it started. It was summertime, and then Cooper, like, I was asleep, I think. And Cooper, either you ran to the house or something. Yeah, to get I, ran, me. I ran to the house because I was like, what did, what did I need to get? I needed I think to you get. You said like pliers to unhook it or something, didn't you? No, because I was able to get the beta. I was going up there to get something. A picture? I, no, I know what it was. I was going up there to get the home phone because I dropped my phone. That's and I was, was trying to fill up the like little back spot that we have in our paddle boat and put the fish in there. Well, the bucket that we had, like half the bottom was gone in it. And I picked up the bucket, and whenever I went to tump it out, half the water hit my phone and completely ruined it. Oh. And it ended my phone call with mom. And I like was running up to get the home phone so I could call her there. But Jake was up there, and I was like, dude, I just caught a freaking monster. And the entire time, yeah, he was like... I was like, no, you didn't. Like, yeah. He caught like a two, three-pounder, yeah. maybe. Because like, yeah. we fished that pond a lot, especially like I did. Me and Newt did growing was up. Was this like, the old house? Oh, uh, no, yeah, it's where our parents live. This is, this is the new one. Yeah, this is my house. That okay. I say yeah. new one. You guys have been there for years. But yeah, we've been uh, 11, yeah. 12 years, something like that. It's been a while. Um, But yeah, Cooper, Cooper's telling me, and I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, I The biggest fish I'd ever caught there was like a three and a half, four, maybe. Yeah. And there was, like, you know there's big ones in there, right. but it's like, Cooper didn't catch one. Like, there's no way. And I come outside, and he's holding this thing, and it's like an absolute, like, five-gallon bucket that he's <laughs> so, holding up. I was like, oh, my gosh. That was that was Dang, a summer son. in between my sixth and seventh grade year and i was like so i was 12 or 13 one of the two i think i was 12 that was whenever i was going to turn going to turn 13 but like i'm a big dude and that fish was just as long as my entire torso is and it like it it, had a belly on it it was a big probably had a lot to do with why you didn't give up fishing again yeah because like catch a six and a half pounder it's like yeah it don't happen every day it does not happen and i but i think i'll talk about it later but i can relate to that because when you guys got me into it i caught a pretty big one early yeah well i just i think it's funny like the way that i caught it because like i wasn't working Mm -hmm. the bait or anything like that i had backlashed the absolute snot out of my rod what were you throwing it was a weightless uh green pumpkin zoom super fluke or swimming super fluke all you had to say was five inch fluke uh no six inch (laughs) 
I, I don't know enough about the rest of that stuff other than pumpkin, but yeah. Or no, maybe it was watermelon red. It was either watermelon red or pumpkin. Or maybe it was mar- watermelon sugar high. Watermelon sugar guy. What? Um, so you're throwing a super fluke. It was a pumpkin? Swimming super fluke. A so, what's, so what's the difference between a swimming super fluke and a super it's, fluke? It's got a tail on the end. Like, it's, oh, it's, with the, like the paddle tail. Yeah, or it's almost got okay. like a paddle tail. And dad put that on for me like the night before. And I caught that fish and I was like, all right, this is my life now. And now I'm going like... I would just count it up in my head, like roughly how much money is in just my hard bait box alone. And it's like $600 or something like that, yeah. not including the actual box itself. And that's one of six tackle, bo- tackle bait boxes that I have. And then I have a bunch of like random baits just strewn throughout my room and stuff like that. It's a problem. I'm amazed. <laughs> have you ever stepped on a hook in your floor? No. That surprises wow. me yeah. because, like, literally, like, I've stepped on so many Legos over the years, <laughs> and Cooper used to, like, literally just stay up all night messing with fish and yeah. stuff. Like, I, I would get done playing Overwatch or something after, like, playing it for, like, six hours straight at, like, one in the morning, and I'd, like, walk to the kitchen to get a drink or something like that, and Cooper's light would be on. His, like, room was right by the kitchen. I'm like, I'd open the door. He's sitting there with, like, 13 daggum bags of, like, plastic worms. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, messing with baits. I'm like, go to bed! What are yeah. you, what's wrong well, with you? Kinky. So, it it was really it was These really funny because I would change something and I would be like lay in bed and I'd get to look at it. I was like, man, I I really don't want to fish with that though. And I'd go and I'd change it. And I would do that like three or four times a night. My version of that, I don't retie a bunch. I respool a whole yeah, lot. Yeah. So I'm pretty new to bass fishing. You guys were talking about you kind of grew up doing it. I grew up doing a lot of cat fishing. Um, mm-hmm. and like a lot of bobber fishing. I think most kids probably did a lot of bobber fishing. If they straight, so, I, I still love to do it. No, it's a lot of fun, but it's definitely nowhere near the same skill level as, uh, having to like put a bait on and like, t- like know how to tie it, know what you're doing with it, the different action and all that stuff. Like what colors to throw versus a bobber bait. Like you put a worm, a cricket or a freaking minnow on there, throw a bobber and let whatever's going to eat it, eat it. Like you're not. At least for me, there's a lot less skill required. Yeah, we weren't and necessarily I, targeting anything. It was just whatever eats it eats it. We don't mm-hmm. care. And I think that's my problem with fishing with bobbers, because like, Cooper, I, I Cooper want the likes challenge. to go for the big fish. I do uh, like going for the big fish, and it's not. I think Cooper's the, probably the most passionate out of us three on fishing. I love to fish, but yeah, I will literally like I'll catch anything. I will catch like fish the size of my pinky all day long, and like love every minute of it. Like, like it's, I, I will typically go with. Not necessarily bigger bait, but big bait or big fish bait. Like yeah, he likes loves the fish with jigs, jigs, frogs, like mm-hmm. spinner baits. Even like spinner baits, oh. spinner baits are one of like my favorite baits. It's definitely in my top four. I'm not gonna get into which spot though, but it like because you can catch anywhere from one that's not even half a pound, or you can catch a five pounder on a spinner yeah, bait. Yeah, hog donkey. Yeah. Hog donkey. Uh, hog donkey. I love combining. Like people say, hog or swamp donkey. I love combining them into hog donkey. Swamp hog. <laughs> yeah, Something swamp important hog. to mention too. Like obviously, people that know us know where we live. But for people that are like newcomers, that you know, you just found this podcast. First of all, thanks for listening. Yeah, Hope you're enjoying you. it. Uh, but we're from Arkansas, and we're from like the northwest part of Arkansas. And so we bass fish. Like yeah. so, if you're like expecting to hear like trout or like re- we catfish. A little bit. James grew up catfishing, but like we don't search out catfish. We, yeah, we did it a lot on the river, and most of what we're fishing now is like ponds. Yeah, and stuff. we pond hop a lot. Like none of us, we we kayak, but we don't like 
like James, especially, he would rather just paddle than fish out of yeah, his sure. kayak. And Cooper just doesn't go as much as as it's, we do, especially not anymore that I don't have a kayak yeah. anymore. So. But we we are mainly fishing for like bass and bluegill and crappie is oh. our main thing. So like no salt water. So some stuff y'all are like if anybody at the coast is like listening. We're probably not going to mention anything like you like. We're not like fishing any like spoon jigs or anything like that. Well, so I mean, you can do that around you here. Can, we just don't. We don't. Like, yes, we don't. Uh, there's Newt. more. There's better baits for what we're doing. Than, yeah, yeah. So mine mm-hmm. and Jake's uh, oldest brother Newt, he just fished a tournament out on a lake near here. Yeah, ten killer. And, ten killer. Yeah. That's and not really doxing. the guy, <laughs> yeah, the guy who won it was telling Newt that the only thing that he could figure out, but a bit. Ooh, I about said a word there. What a fish was biting was um like spoons, like because what they would do is they would get a big school of fish that would just follow them up to the boat and they could see them on their depth finders and stuff, but nothing would bite. And so they would just take a big spoon, drop it down there, and work it back up, and that's how they were getting bit. So are they playing with spoons? Are they playing on like the flash, like it's a bait fish just triggering them or what? Whatever. So yeah, I mean you can. You can. They flash and they vibrate. So the yeah. fish will feel the vibration. It makes like, like yeah. Not noise per se, but like. Yeah. yeah. That's something vib- I learned about like spinnerbaits. I was watching some old fishing video. Like yeah. a lot of how the spinnerbait works. Like, of course, the flash is important. Yeah. And like, you know, you have like hammered, uh, hammered, hammered blades, yeah. hammered blades or non hammered blades. Uh, but that is a big factor. But also that vibration, like those, the lines on a bass is like kind of how they sense stuff in the water a lot, yeah. right? It, yeah. And so, so they'll feel that and they're like, oh, there's something over there. As so a, it's, it's like uh, the difference between like having a Colorado versus dual willow leaves or an Indiana blade. You know, <laughs> some people are going to be like, yeah. this yeah. is so I don't, lame. I don't know what the freak <laughs> we'll, they're talking about. We'll get, we'll get into some more entertaining yeah. stuff. Yeah, don't worry. But, this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Not just for us, but for the listeners too. And I think we should probably just hop right into it. Yeah, uh, if y'all are ready for it, I'm ready. So Cooper brought up. I'll start us off with my okay. n- my number four. Uh, Cooper brought it up, and so I had to take off what my number four was uh, and throw this one in there. As per usual, you, you always adjust your list on the fly. For, hey, I'm only taking off one. I think I'm solid on the rest of these. Um, but with the dadgum, it wasn't gonna say I fish with like eight baits anyway. Like yeah. I don't have like a huge arsenal yeah. that I go through. Like. I know stuff that works, and it's what I throw. I know what colors like like work around here, so I mainly throw those colors. Like I have a pretty boring box, yeah. but I catch fish every time we go. To build um, on that too, I think for me, like not to just completely cut you off again, but I think if you good. were to ask me what my top ten baits were, I would have a hard time naming ten. Yeah, baits. all the way to ten. Yeah. Oh, and you haven't been bass fishing. Yeah, that's as long true. As so I, I'm kind of in the same boat where it's like I could I, probably give you like a top six or seven, but. Yeah, I'm stretched. At I six know or a seven. lot of the baits, but I, I don't fish with a lot of baits. But my number four is something that I've thrown something similar to this my whole life, but I've only just this year really got into throwing this thing, and I absolutely love it. It's top water. It's frogs. Yes. Like yes. I used to throw like uh, the Zoom horny toad all the time, and it I like you know I just like reel on top of the water. A lot of people use them as trailers and stuff. Um, but fishing a, like an actual like topwater frog, like a popping frog. Oh my gosh! Just seeing a fish blow up on it—that's that's a good time. And it's fun whenever you miss a fish, and then like you jerk really hard, and then the bait just comes flying yeah, back at you. Yeah, it's like a you, like, missile back at yeah, you. Yeah, it's like Mach three, and it's like, oh, is it gonna hit me? Is it not? Who knows? You're doing I two activities. You're playing dodgeball and fishing. Exactly. So if I if I can go second, yeah, Jake, unacceptable. Jake, one hundred percent, just stole my number four. I didn't steal your number four. I know. I was making a joke, but my number four is also 
topwater frogs, be it popping, be it just a normal hollow belly. That so my second rod that I ever actually bought was our oldest brother's topwater like frog rod and it had braid on it. And this is the one like one of the reasons why I love frogs so much. Jake and I went to Academy by somewhere. I don't we might have gone to Cabela's or something like that. And I bought a frog. And my very first cat cast, I had a monster just come up and swallow that thing. And it had this rod had fifty five pound braid on it. And whenever I set the hook, it pulled for about five seconds and it snapped that braid. I don't know if there was a bad spot in that braid sure, or what. Like, or yeah, I'm sure it was, but it was a big fish. Because I the alligator. Like, that's crazy though. I, I mean, 55 pound braid yeah. breaking on a bass. Like, I mean. But nonetheless, like ever since that, I was like, all right, I need that high again. I need that. Any, oh, any that was you know? what I. That's you talking. You mentioned frogs, and I was instantly like, man, I don't have any top water in my top four. Top water bass fishing, whenever they're biting, is like the funnest thing in the whole yes. world. You know, throwing a buzz bait, throwing a frog, throwing a, you know, a whopper plopper or a pop bar. Man, like anytime a bass blows up on something, it's like, all right, I'm game. Let's go do it. Yeah. So. And there, there's something about just like, there's a, it's a different feeling whenever you set the hook on a frog, you know? Cause like most stuff, like you set the hook and you just like, oh, there's a fish. Whenever I set the hook on a frog, I feel like there's the fish, and then I feel an extra pop, mm-hmm. and that's when I'm like, I got that fish. Mm-hmm. I don't just—it's like you feel like the hook almost. Yeah, like, you feel the hook go into the fish, and it's just like, ooh. Uh, you know, and I maybe like I should have made this disclaimer before uh, we got all completely into this. Um, for any like animal rights activist or whatever that want to listen to this and get upset about it, you can just not listen. Yeah, you can just like turn this off right now because here's the deal: like we mainly catch and release, but we always are like careful with what we do we you know don't leave trash everywhere we try to take anytime i actually hurt a fish like if i hook it bad i feel terrible about it like but here's the deal all these fish are gonna die and get eaten by something at some point anyway Mm -hmm. like whether they get hooked in the mouth or not something's gonna eat them and they're gonna die a terrible death they're a wild animal like it's okay it's yeah we're following all laws set by governing agencies we're we're conservationists first and foremost exactly and you, Jake was talking about hurting fish. Yeah. If you hook a fish anywhere within the first inch or two of its where face. its face begins, it cannot feel the yeah, way that we feel. Like we feel. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fish. Fish for brains. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, they're, they they don't have the same pain receptors. We triggered. Got, yeah. So if anybody gets triggered by this, just turn it off. Go bother somebody else. Yeah. We we're all not the, gonna. All I'm, the PETA dudes are just like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm sure there's an animal rights activist podcast that you can fall asleep to somewhere else. Yeah, go yes. listen to the vegan teacher or something stupid like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, like we all hunt and fish and everything else. So Yeah, and we do it responsibly. No. We're not just killing stuff to kill stuff. That's a- ridiculous. AGFC has some pretty strict guidelines on what you can keep and what you can't keep and yep. where you can fish and where you can't fish. And I'm going to do my number four and my number three because you guys took my number three. Top water frog. Is my number frog. three. My name is Topwater Frog. How well, are you today? I did Topwater Slash Frog because I don't know enough of the differences, but I do know I love Topwater when they freaking blow up on it. Yeah, it's it's just, so cool. It's an adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you can actually set the hook right, I've struggled to set the hook. <laughs> I, I don't think that's like most people's problem. I think that's just a you problem there. Well, I think what I'm doing wrong is like as soon as I see the fish, I start to jerk. 
And so I don't give them yeah, the chance kinda, to get it in their mouth. Especially with a frog, you yeah. kind of have to wait a yeah. second. Like not so a they need to get time. their mouth on it. Yeah, it's almost like you you develop like muscle memory for yeah. it almost. That, that is one thing that like I really do hate what most people will say because most people will say, wait until you can't see the frog. Like wait for the fish to go under and you can't see the frog and then jerk. It's like, no, because by that point, no. the fish has already spit it out. Yeah. Like wait, if you see your bait fly off, don't set the hook. But if wait you long see enough, unless your buddy's sitting beside you. Yeah. Like that's the main thing to do is just wait until like you know that that fish yeah. has got a hold of it. Then you jerk. And like, that's something I'm still learning the intricacies of like sight fishing. Like mm-hmm. if I see a fish in a specific spot, I just yeet the freaking bait at it and normally scare it off versus like, <laughs> like on a top water, you're not really sight fishing like sometimes, but you have to know that the fish has like got the bait yeah. before well, you. Yeah. As soon as you see that blow up, it's like, oh, I want to, yeah, I'm so might, excited that I got a jerk. Right. That's yeah, my first I'm, reaction. I'm bad about it too. Uh, that's why I'm not good at jig fishing, but I'll, we'll probably talk about that later. Yeah. But what's your um, number four? So is yeah, number, number yeah, number, number three was top water just because of how much fun it is. Top frogger. Top, top, top frogger. Top frogger. Top frogger. My number four is uh, the old spinner bait. I love really? spinner bait. Like for me, it's just easy. Like I throw it, I reel it, I throw it, I reel it. There's not like a, mm-hmm. I gotta pop joy it. I don't have to freaking like let it sink for 45 seconds, raise it for three degrees at two seconds intervals and all that crap that Cooper does. You just freaking throw it and you reel it. I don't need a protractor to fish with <laughs> yeah. this. I enjoy it. And, it's kind of surprising uh, with you being a math nerd. So. Well, but yeah. when I'm fishing, I'm not one to think about work. Like we were talking <laughs> well, about, yeah. I did a lot of freaking steer testing and stuff today for HVAC. And, uh, it's a whole lot of math and stuff. Fishing, I want to go out. I want to catch some hogs, and I want to freaking just go home and enjoy myself. James, here's my question. Yeah. How many fish have you caught on a spinnerbait? Because what I've seen you catch, I can count on one hand. <laughs> no, I've caught more than five. I think I've caught double-digit spinnerbait. Yeah, probably. M- maybe. He's I just probably I don't more see, than two. I don't see you throw a spinnerbait a whole lot. No, I, I, I throw a spinnerbait. When I don't know what else to throw. So, like, if something's going wrong, I'll just throw a spinnerbait. That's fair. And, like, Kibler Pond, I've caught quite a few fish on spinnerbait there. Normally, you're on the other side of the pond for me, and you're blind and deaf, so you don't know when I catch a fish. For real facts. Um, But spinnerbait's just nice and easy. (laughs) And I think a reason it's on my list, I'll have another one that I'll talk more about this too, but some of my bigger, like, I may not have caught a whole, whole bunch of fish, like just a whole mess of them, but one of my bigger fish has been on a spinnerbait. So it's yeah. I mean, within I started fishing like there, February there with you guys. A, a simple joy to throw in a spinnerbait, yeah. just because yes. it is just throw real, throw real, yeah. throw real, and it yeah, it's fun. And it's, like you can feel it. It's kind of like throwing a crankbait, or like you can feel the motion of the mm-hmm. ocean. And it's like man, this is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then when something bites it, it's like oh boy, I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> oh boy. But oh boy. I I have the benefit of I've only been fishing for. Yeah. Like eight months He's now. He's got the joy of ignorance. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, That's fair. Well, and I, so I can remember most, like my memorable fish, they were all within the last eight months because I've only really been bass fishing for eight months. So I know like, oh, that four pounder I caught was on a spinnerbait or whatever. That five and a half pounder I caught was on a fluke, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And spinnerbait was one of my bigger fish was on a spinnerbait. So yeah, that's, that's all number four. Uh, yeah. And my number four or my number three is actually spinnerbaits. And, you know, yeah. I've already kind of hit on why. But uh, that spinnerbaits are just fun. The spinnerbaits, honestly, are probably the bait I've thrown the most in my life. Yeah. Like fishing with dad and everything growing up, uh, it is a lot of fun. Something uh, to kind of tangent for a minute, because I think if we only talk about fish baits, 
can get real boring, but we can throw in some fishing stories, yeah. which is always good fun. You know, nothing like a truthful fishing story. Jake, <laughs> Jake caught a 10-pounder the other day. It was this big. Yeah. yeah, it was so big. Uh, but growing up, me and Cooper, our parents, uh, I think sometime in the 90s, my parents started going to Canada on vacation, We'd, and they'd go to Kenora, Ontario. And so growing Dude, up, Canada, away a fishing spot, bro. <laughs> but we go up there and we fish Lake of the Woods and stuff growing up. Uh, I think I've probably been 13 times like to Canada, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, somewhere right around there, though. So I, for, for several years growing up, it was every summer. In June, we'd go up there because that's when the smallmouth spawn. It's a blast. Um, and we'd go up there, and one of my favorite things to do, and Dad doesn't like to do it, and it upsets me, Like especially the last time we went, we missed the spawn because our nephew was being born. And so the, the, bass, <laughs> the bass weren't biting. Uh, <laughs> when we were up there last, the fish, the bass weren't biting, which is what we like to catch that's what dad goes up there to specifically catch and so like we'd fish for bass all day and not catch nothing but my favorite thing to do is go find a weed bed and just rip a freaking buzz bait or a spinner bait yeah. through it and wait for pike to come up and eat it because yeah. that is so much fun and like a big fish too yeah oh yeah they get huge yeah. i mean they get really really big and every we, once in a while you might hook a muskie or something and then yeah. it's really exciting so last time that we went going back to huge pike last time that we went up there all the water is like crystal clear. Oh yeah, it's all like, glacier lakes. So like, yeah. it is literally like twelve foot deep. You can see straight to the bottom, like it's yeah. nothing. I mean, it's well, beautiful we, because those Americans litter everywhere. Well, I mean, Great Lakes are still no, pretty clear. Yeah. Anyway, we uh we were going up. We had just put the boat in at one of the lakes, and we're mm-hmm. we we're just idling. I think Dad even put the trolling motor on because we weren't gonna go far. And we we start going, and I just hear Jake go. Bro, bro, look at that. Look at that. And no, I looked no, no. down. So we were about to leave. We'd been fishing out to this point that, you know, it's the I point where the just little lighthouse. There. No, no, no. We, we would fish the point where the lighthouse is, and yeah. there's weed beds all through there. And Dad was like, all right, well, let's go somewhere else. And he was pulling the trolling motor up. That's right. And I'm, like, putting my rod down or something. And right underneath us off the, the port side of the boat. See, I'm getting, I'm getting technical. Oh, I don't even know side, that much. The left side of the boat, that's the port side, starboard's right. But anyway... Right under us, like three or four foot under the water, maybe a little bit deeper than that. But there's there's like a three and a half foot pike, like a big huge one. pike. Yeah, and me and Cooper are both like, oh, like we like, gotta try to catch that thing. Like I I threw my spinnerbait and it went right in front of its face and it just looked at it and yeah. like like gave nah. the, gave the slightest <laughs> acknowledgement that it could see the bait and it's like I ain't biting that. Get he, out of he here. He was kid. like he was like humans to celery. It's like. That's gonna burn more calories for me to eat it than <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll why give me so like up on that? why That's why would I it. swallow that thing like? But man, That's what she said you talked about the Great oh, Lakes. Have you guys you guys have been to Canada? Did y'all spend any time at the Great Lakes? No, no. but I actually had an idea. I for think this. is Lake. So, of, well, then never mind, never mind. What are you saying? I was gonna say is Lake of the, the Lake of the Woods is just north of the Great Lakes, and it is yeah. a huge lake, yeah. but it's not one of the Great Lakes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've actually been thinking about this. So I know that you you were kind of wanting to go to Canada. And I'm obviously like I haven't been in two years. I'm like getting jittery over. Yeah, it. and the, the but, last time was whenever we missed the spawn. Yeah. So, so I was actually thinking, what if we took a guys trip to the Great Lakes because you need like vaccines and everything else uh, to get to Canada to cross borders right now. You don't have to have that stuff to stay in your country, but you can cross state lines. You don't have to have that stuff to illegally cross the border. You know I feel that's like that's what Cooper's about to say is let's just take no. a boat across the lake and no, go to I, I, yeah. No, I was just saying we go up to like Lake Michigan or something like that during the spawn up there and we fish those because I would 
I would love to do that. You like, know, we should just go to like South Dakota instead, and then we'll fly kites because it's so windy up there. <laughs> we can go prairie yeah. dog hunting. Oh, that would be that really would be fun. fun. Though. Okay, oh. Peta, whatever. That would just be for fun. All yeah. right, <laughs> I would just shoot a prairie dog because it's like <laughs> whack a mole. And I think they're nuisance <laughs> animals. It's like hogs. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. they're doing damage to property. So, yeah. um, prairie hogs. No, I've been to Lake Lake Erie, like work yeah. for work related. That so one's much. really spooky. I don't like that yeah. one. <laughs> It's spooky season, too. Oh, Ooh. it is spooky season. Oh, uh, we need to do a top four Halloween one. Oh, maybe not next. Well, top four, how, how would you do top four Halloween? Like candies? or? Well, we I could do like Halloween movies, movies or huh. yeah. freaking Killer Sofa. Killer, Killer Sofa. sofa. Uh, yeah. This is the second time we reference. I, I don't know when these are all going to release, though, so it wouldn't probably make any sense. Well, we'll we, do it next year. But I've been to Lake Erie, and I don't know if it's uh, Great Lake, but Lake St. Clair from Detroit. I think, I think St. Clair's a yeah. great lake. They're, they're gorgeous. Like, I've been to the ocean, but it's, it's different than the ocean and the aspect. Like, it was huge, but I could almost tell, like, it's a lake and not the yeah. ocean. Yeah. It was weird. They're really awesome, though. Like, walking. I'd go there. I was there for, like, a week and a half, and I'd go walk and do, like, my evening exercise by yeah. walking around the lake. And uh, people weren't real great, but the lake was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys eat a lot of poutine in Canada? Uh, no, I had it for the first time yeah. last time, though. We went to Boston's Pizza, which Boston. is like, we always go there. In, it's, it's in, just... in Ontario, you went to Boston's Pizza? Yeah. I, yeah. Like, and I don't think they really have very many of those in America, even though it's Boston's Pizzas. But anyway, um, they have pizza poutine, which is like poutine, but with like mozzarella and like pepperoni and stuff. Huh. And me and Kaylin went you on still a got date. the gravy? Yeah. yeah. And dude, it was so good. Like, it's like Kaylin's favorite thing in the world. <laughs> See, here, here's my problem with the Boston's Pizza last time that we went up there is in my mind, because it had been three years prior to the last time that we went. And you're pretty young, too, so like three years is a big gap for you, right? Yeah, so two years ago... I can barely remember it. How old was I two years ago? I was turning... 17. uh, I was turning 17. Man doesn't even know how old he is. Staying great, bro. So you're turning 17, which means you were 14 last time you were up there. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I just, like... In between the 14 and 17, I just had such a magical memory of how good this pizza was, and it didn't live up to what I remember. Same. And I was I like, I mean, eh. here's the deal with the, uh, with Boston. Like it was so good. It's but... pizza, so it's good, but it's not like something super. Did we special. talk about this last week? No, I don't no. think so. Uh, we've probably talked about it recently, though. Just yeah, like in our I was gonna say my. I know what it is. I said that. Uh, the Incredibles two lived up to my expectations. I yeah, think that's right. what you're probably thinking of. I was gonna. Say, well, I know I have a saying that my band director instilled in me about pizza, and it's pizza's like sex. If you're getting it, it's good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was telling that to like freshmen in high school, so it's kind of weird. But he uh, he would always be like, you know, there's no such thing as bad sex or bad pizza. If you're getting it, it's good. So poutine. Like the <laughs> so poutine, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about the pizza. It just didn't live up to it. It, it yeah. did not live up to what I remembered it being. But it, I mean, it was still good and everything. But it was just like, eh. especially the ranch. I ranch mean, is one it's, of those things. I eat. Ran- yeah. Overrated as freak. We need to do, you said ranch. We need to top four condiments or like dipping so sauces. Dude. Ranch for me, I'm very odd about ranch. So ranch is very hit or miss. I'm either going to love it. I guess they never miss, huh? I got you. Got a boyfriend. I I don't get what he's getting at. (laughs) It's a hit or miss. I guess they never miss, huh? 
You got a boyfriend. I bet he doesn't miss you. It's like old TikTok. Yeah. Uh, that's getting cut. All right. Anyways, a ranch is one of those things that's like really hit or miss with me. I hit either or love miss. it. <laughs> <laughs> I either love, love it or I absolutely <laughs> hate it. Five minutes of the podcast are getting cut right now. We got to get back on track. <laughs> All right. For real this time. So ranch is hit or miss for you. Hit or miss. <laughs> I guess. Freaking shut up. <laughs> I'm about to go Jake take a, doing a seal boy. I'm about to go take a turd in your friggin' pillowcase. He's about to do here. an upper decker, bro. Dude. Oh my gosh. So y'all, ran- y'all ranch, ranch is just so so for you. Ranch is either hit or miss. I either love it or I <laughs> 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 hit or miss. <laughs> Jake, shut up. Cooper, quit saying hit or miss. Both of you were in the wrong. Let's get back on track. Cooper, ranch is so so. Why is ranch so so? <laughs> Quit! No! <laughs> Say it, it's so. Oh, oh. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We are chaotic. Uh, Why is ranch just so so, Cooper? Uh, because it's. Uh, no, I either really like it, like I love it, or I absolutely hate it. So you could say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping all this in, by the way. Now we just have to leave it in. Or else we're all going to be wheezing for the rest of it with no reason. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of hit or miss, hit. I guess What's your number three? Me. Fishing lures. So I already said spinnerbait. Mine's topwater. Oh, my gosh. All right, so Cooper, Cooper what's, what's your, your number, number three? three? Uh, crankbait. I really like crankbaits. I'm majority, of the, majority, majority of the time, I will typically throw... Uh, there's one that Strike King makes. I believe it's part of their 100... Well, I mean, obviously it's part of their 100 series. That just, like... It's a square bill, 100 series, and it's, like, Chartreuse Perch or something like that is the name of it. It's it's just an all-around really good bait. It's good in clear water. It's good in dark water, like murky water. I just... I like that bait quite a bit, and... You said Chartreuse. It It's going to distract me until I say it. Chartreuse is probably the perfect color word to describe what that color. Like when I hear chartreuse, I just think of that. Probably because I used to that's think what it, chartreuse was red. For some reason, it's like lime green. I, I would think brown know. for shart. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> a chartreuse is a totally different. I was I was gonna make a shart joke about Cooper or about Jake thinking red shart, but that would be uh, that'd be pretty painful if he's bleeding sharts. <laughs> Bloody shart, mate. What's the uh, biggest what's the biggest fish you've caught on a crankbait, Cooper? On a crankbait? I caught a nine oh, pound no. catfish one time. On just a bass bait? fishing. Yeah, and that was wild. Yeah. Because uh, uh, well, right, I was, was not it? expecting it at okay, all. Okay. This is gonna so, sh- like my amateur is gonna show how deep in the water do crankbaits typically sit? It they, depends. They depend, it depends, yeah, it depends on the bill on the size. Okay. Yeah, so one hundred series. They usually have a range on the box. Okay. So you Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like one to two, like three to five, whatever. Yeah, I I mean typically one to two, just like that's not really gonna it'll usually start out at two. So like your small square bill, that'll usually be two to five foot. Yeah. And then five to seven and sure, seven yeah. to ten or whatever. Um the biggest fish? Biggest fish biggest smallmouth came on my PP smallmouth came on a crankbait and that was probably about four. PP smallmouth. <laughs> <laughs> what? You said PP smallmouth. I said PB for mm-hmm, personal sure. best. Personal my PB smallmouth uh, is 
right around four pounds, and it came on a, a crankbait, and then largemouth, I would say probably, again, four to five pounds, somewhere in there. Um, but, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy crankbaits quite a bit, just because, like, you feel that wobble, and then you just hear, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. It's good stuff. I haven't got to fish crankbait enough to really, like, just say, a lot of ponds usually have a bunch of junk in them. So, like, they're really good for rocks and stuff like that. Yes, rocks, stumps. We get more into, like, some lake fishing or something. If Cooper ever gets a boat, maybe I'll get to fish crankbait. We just need to go with Dad sometimes. Yeah. I'll, We've been I'll, saying that for a while. You guys have both gone with him. Well, recently. Dad hasn't, you know, been going yeah. as much because yeah. his back hurts well, and stuff. He, but he goes during the weekdays a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I can go during the weekdays. I'll just leave you two out of it and start going fishing with Scott. You'll need his phone number. Facts. Um, I've got Kelly's phone number. I can get it. Oh my gosh. Oh no. So number two, just to keep moving right along, trucking right through this. My number two. This one might surprise you guys. Because it's probably what y'all thought my number one was going to be. It's going to be a fluke! It's the bubblegum bubble fluke oh, by bubble, Zoom. You're going to limit it to bubblegum. Well, I'm, I'm making that specifically my favorite. Because usually if I'm throwing a fluke, it's, it's a bubblegum bubble fluke. Yeah. But I'll throw a white or I'll throw a white with a chartreuse tail or whatever. But it's kind of a meme in our friend group, the bubblegum fluke. Because like for the longest time, that's like all I would throw like legitimately for the, like, the past four years. That's my primary like go-to bait is a bubblegum fluke. And it was always like Cooper would be over here jig fishing for like three hours. And he'd catch like two or three fish. But they'd all be good fish. But I'd be on like my 11th fish. I'm like, Cooper, you should just throw a pink fluke. And then you'd catch more. Uh, but I I do like a bubblegum fluke, man. Especially in the right water, in the right time of year, yeah. in the right conditions. Man, you wear them out. Yeah, fluke, mean, flukes on my list, too. So. You'll blow through a whole package of them if you're not careful. No. And I just, I like baits that you got to work, like where you got to work the rod. Uh, that's what she said. Um, but it, the fluke is just, the way it moves in the water and everything, you know, kind of flukes along like you, like you would. Uh, I just really enjoy it. And What's, whenever you do get bites, it's... Uh, it's sometimes it's kind of tricky. Like it almost requires a little bit of skill because a lot of times, bait uh, fish will like to bite on the like the slack. So you know you pop it and then let it like drift for a second and they'll bite then. So you don't always feel the bite. So it takes a little bit of practice. But pink flukes are my number two. What's your favorite fluke memory? My favorite fluke memory. Tell me um, your favorite fluke in memory right now. Fluke you, bro. <laughs> um, my favorite fluke memory. I don't really know. I know that the last two times we went to Canada, I throw I threw a fluke a lot, um, especially the time before last. We went up there with Newt and uh, his buddy Justin, and I threw a fluke almost the whole entire weekend, except for when we were throwing spinnerbaits. And I just like absolutely, I think we ran out of flukes, and we brought like I don't even know how many bags. <laughs> of, oh my goodness! That's a famous Peter's brother hiccup. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make it a start, you know I, I don't condone it, but. Uh, if you want to make a drinking game out of our podcast, every time they hiccup, you got to take a shot. There we go. I feel really bad for the person who listens to this at work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh... Yeah. Yeah, when they get going, they will do, like, 30-something hiccups, and are, like, pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Sometimes, Sometimes they get each other going, so Jake might hiccup here in a minute, and it's it's just... Yeah. Yeah, hopefully not, though. It's almost synonymous with our friend group, like Bubblegum Fluke or Peter Brothers hiccup. Mm-hmm. That's just what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. What's your number? Uh, we're number two already. Number we're dose. going quick. What's number two? My numero two, my numero dose, if you will, my poop, if you will. Um, 
Deuce. That's a weird connection. Oh, your deuce. <laughs> yeah. What comes after deuce? Wipe. There you go. Um, I was the one who told you about that. Um, or nah. My 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 number two is going to be this one. Might surprise y'all. I'm not sure though. Is a bluegill striking skipping jig. Skipping. Cooper jig. gets so I like. Know. I know. I chose a specific Cooper's color. <laughs> Cooper's like Degum. It's so the jig head is actually going to be a three eighteenths sixty four yeah. second. You know, second uh, generation Dodge Ram. Get it right. I was going to say, Cooper's like, I'd like a number seven triple build well, freaking spinner bait with a And bridge. I'd like that supersized, so, please. The the reason why I specified was skipping jig is because I the skirt is a lot more full than... The skirt is a lot more full mm-hmm. than... Cooper likes like, a full skirt. I do like full skirts, you know? They got um, some junk in the trunk. Junk in out. the trunk, which is funny because I usually use pretty thin trailers on them. But... um. The skirt is a lot fuller, more full. What would it be? More it's full. It's more filled full. out. Yeah. The fuller skirt would be fuller's filled a nice out. term. Did you know that? How's this not for you? This is it's so chaotic. Um, fuller. Cooper just pulled a I knife on James. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, for everyone that can't see what's going Listen, on. Listen, we're talking about knives. I had to cut him off to talk <laughs> about fullers. Do you know what a fuller is? No. Uh, fuller is when they have like a weight saving, like, uh, like a ditch or a groove cut into the blade of the knife. That reset. I'll show you here in a little bit. It's pretty cool. He's going to show you his fuller. Oh, He's going to show you how full his skirt skirt is. It's more full. The skirt is more full than like a flipping or a casting jig. And then the head. Didn't you just say skipping jig is like number three, but it's, or number two, but it's somehow more full than a skipping jig. Is that what I said? Yeah. You said you're Okay. Well, I meant to say flipping or casting. Either way, you, you just said, said you said that your number two is a skipping jig. Yes, the skirt. Is but you said more the skirt full. is more full than a skipping jig. <laughs> the skirt is more full on a skipping jig than it is on a flipping or a casting jig. Okay, I think that's I'm with what, you now. So you like it because say. it's more full than a yeah. casting. So what's jig? the difference and for from a skipping jig to a flipping jig? Because don't you so do well, you skip do you one? You work them the same way, do you not? You yes. skip one and you flip so the other jig. One's made for skipping under docks. So one one is the head shape primarily is what it is. So with a skipping jig, it's more like a block. It's more squared off, and then a flipping jig is more like a bullet weight. You know, it's it's. Pointy. Pointy at the tip, and then it rounds out towards the bottom. That's what she said. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I like blue. I just say bluegill because it works in dirty water and clear water. But yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, that's so, what I like. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. Me and James are like, we like the bait that yeah. swims in yeah. the water. Cooper's like, so if you look at the scientific graph I drew up here, uh, <laughs> the, you can see clearly that the... <laughs> Last the, week, I made a nerdy reference about up. This week, Cooper's like, I'm in my element. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the thing. Any of the these, about. like if we did like a guitars episode, it'd just be James and Cooper sitting there. Like Cooper knows a little bit, but like it'd mainly be them like listening to me like, they are. this guy is such dum-dum. This Jake, week, we're doing fish lures, and like it's me and James sitting here like, man, he knows way too much about this stuff. And then if we ever did like James really wants to do equations as a top four, no, 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 no. you got to explain. Well, so he's an be, engineer, so it's gonna like, be our episode like one fifty. No, 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 no elements. One fifty is elements. Elements. That's right. Equations is fun because you got like uh, you got the uh, seer calculation. That's what I do now. You've got. I mean, there's all kinds of equations you can get into. Numbers. Numbers will be fun because you got. Not, 
Oh, Navi starts to be a fun Mr. James, can I go to the math room? <laughs> <laughs> bathroom or math room? We're in the math room. The math room. Anyway, yeah, Either no, way, I, I got to take it. I, I am definitely a math nerd. That's why I went into engineering. So Better than a meth nerd, to be fair. <laughs> Dude, hey, I, just I don't know. There's probably more joke. money. Get off me. There's probably more money being a meth nerd than a math nerd. Just Money's pretty good, uh, but Mr. still. Mr. White. There's Heisenberg? A, there's a comedian. You can, you can, can laugh at this joke because you know music a little bit. There's a comedian I yeah, watch. a little bit. He started as a mechanical engineer, uh, and now he's a comedian. He does a lot of graph jokes. Yes, I've seen that guy. Yeah, and he, uh, he has one that's like the money line and then the math line or how good you are at math line. So it's like the richer you are and the better or smarter you are or whatever. And uh, it was the best you could be at math, but the least amount of money was music theory. He was like, you're so close to just doing real math. And instead of counting in like three sixteenths at four bars or whatever, just freaking count in tens and go do the metric system. You'll make a million dollars. You're fine. Exactly. Music theory majors blow my mind, but they, they're pretty good at math. Well, so but they don't use it for anything that matters. The tangent a little bit further off this tangent. It's like, so I, I do music. Like I'm a worship pastor at church. So like, you know, I lead music every week and stuff. And I, I know a pretty good amount. I know he's not very good. <laughs> He right though. Uh, y- y'all have heard the we y'all heard the, the intro music, so you know it's not that good. But I mean, Kalen's better. <laughs> facts though. But like He's very, music, uh, music majors at college think they are like God's gift to the world, and think they are like the smartest, most talented people. It's like, look, you know how to count in fours and eights and sixteenths, and you like can sing on pitch. That does not make you like the greatest musician of all time. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get this four year degree and then go teach middle schoolers how to sing like French like oh, once yeah. a year. Like it, you're not like calm down a little bit, okay? I don't want to knock music. Cut your I, hair, okay? I think you don't music, need to cut. You don't need to grow your hair out just because you you're in college. You don't need a man right. bun. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a man bun, okay? It is not gonna make you look better in that tuxedo. Can we can we get a live reading of blood pressure when we start to get like? There's gonna be times <laughs> where we all, I think it'd be <laughs> awesome. Just get just be like. Jake, what's your blood pressure right now? We give a line readout for it. That'd be funny. That would be yeah. pretty um, good. I was going to say, not to like bash music. I think music is very important. important. It's very and, important to me. <laughs> it's important culturally. Like, you need it. You need to be able to encourage people. To, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, inspire people for greatness or whatever. I think music can do that. And when you need to decompress, sometimes banging out to freaking five, five guys. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes... Pound and a half pound burger out at five guys really solves your problem. But, but just listening to like chili peppers or some of those guys, like, yeah, head banging, just it, it de stresses you. But in all reality, we don't need music to live. We need like farmers, we need like uh, engineers. I don't know because music is pretty important to some people. Uh, like For God example, because he literally tells us worship no, I, me, and I'm not saying <laughs> well, that it's not all worship is yeah. musical. Yeah, to be I fair, know, but, but I get what you're saying. Right. Like, as like a skill, if, like if you're building your zombie apocalypse team, you don't want the freaking musician. Yeah, you want sorry, Rambo. Sorry, Dave Grohl. Yeah. Like uh, I like you, but I don't know if I need a Foo Fighter on my yeah. team. You're, you're mowing down zombies, and he's just playing Everlong in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the selfless plug. I think engineers should make everybody zombie team so yeah it's the first guy that you like yeah they, you take their prepper bag because you know they've got one you kill them for food and then, no 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 you shoot them with a leg that way the zombies swarm them as you run away you wait for them to like uh, perfect your shelter and then you just like get rid of them. Yep. 
Oh my goodness. We gotta we gotta talk I'm about kidding. zombies like zombie movies or something at definitely, some point. Definitely, definitely. That's a good one to add to the list. Zord, number Zord, we you you did your number two and it I was the freaking we're waiting on your number, number seventeen two. and a half, eighty seven fly fishing jig rig. Um, I only buy fly fishing with a three eight ounces. Hey, if you're not using tungsten sinkers, then you're just wrong. Man. They literally told me saying. that when I started fishing. He's like, you're I, not you don't have enough money for it yet, but don't buy tungsten until you know what you're doing. That's the only way to fish, though. No, I mean, they I are really good. That. <laughs> I'm no. kidding, Cooper. Uh, my number two is a chatterbait. Um, kind of interesting, but I once again I only throw like five baits. Chatterbait's on the list. I don't throw it very often, but the few times I have, I have caught some freaking Cooper, hogs. Uh, James has caught his biggest fish on a chatterbait. Yeah. so I was my there. biggest. My biggest uh, was also like the third time I went fishing. Yeah, so kind of like Cooper was saying earlier when he was young and got hooked on fishing. Uh-huh. Hey, I see what you uh, did there. <laughs> hooked on phonics. No, he was when he got hooked on fish. He caught a six and a half pounder like right after he started. Same thing for me. Like I had never really did a lot of bass fishing. We did crappie occasionally, but for the most part, it was catfish. Then we're out one time, and I'm like, I can throw a chatterbait because I can feel it vibrate, so I know when something hits it. And all of a sudden, I hit, and I'm like, that's a catfish. It felt like a catfish hit because it just started swimming straight down and uh, was heavy, like heavy, 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 and I was starting to reel it in. Felt like a log. At first, I was like, it's a catfish. Then it didn't move, so I was like, oh, this is a log. Like, I'm just in a tree. Caught a lot of trees, so I know what that feels like. <laughs> and uh, I get it up close to the bank. I'm like, that's not a log or a catfish. What is that? I, I get up ca- uh, catfish. It was straight up a bass, and it was like a six-pounder, I think. Did we say six or six and a half? It was probably a six. Yeah. yeah. It's probably bordering on six yeah. right around there. Five and a half, six. Because some fish, there. like, they, they look like they're going to be heavier than they are. Then you put them on the scale, and it's like, well, that's a letdown. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a scale that I would bet it was a five and a half to a six pound. It's a good fish. I think for it sure. was a solid I keep, fish. I keep bragging about it. I think it's the biggest fish in our friend group for the year that, like, so far, yeah. we've been able to validate. Like, Cooper's, Cooper said he caught, like, a 14 pounder, but nobody believes him. I, I, I wish. Cooper dreamed, would, Cooper dreamed about catching a, uh, probably a 16 pounder, huh? I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. How often do you dream about fishing, Cooper? Not a whole lot, actually. That's surprising. Yeah. Don't you want to be like an MLF guy one day? No? I mean, it would be cool if I was that good. and I'd like, I wouldn't say no if I had the opportunity for that, but I don't see that ever happening. All right. So, uh, yeah, Cooper, you may be a major league fisherman one day. Who knows? Who knows? I think it'd be cool to know somebody that's a major league fisherman because then I get free fishing stuff from them. <laughs> hey, well, now I we're mean, talking. my our oldest brother was semi minor. Like he, hey, that's still MLF minor league fishing, major league. It's both MLF. W, wasn't it? No, it's BASS. Oh, so hey, BA- that's funny that they spelled bass. Get it? Ha. Yeah. It, it's it <laughs> what is stands, it, I, I don't know. The bureaucratic American Swimming it's Society. Like, sure. I'm going to look up what BASS is. Uh, but he that is like right under the tournament series that takes to get into FLW. And then FLW is what it takes to get into MLF. Fort Lauderdale, Wisconsin. Well, really, really, it just depends on. How much money you have? <laughs> That's how you get into. Uh, it's MLF, not. It's not just talent based. I mean, sure, but at some point, like you say, hey, here's a million dollars. I want to fish this. They're gonna be like, okay. So you got the stuff. I I was gonna. I understand that. Like, 
like turn i've done some amateur tournaments with my dad and stuff i didn't fish them but i was in the boat and i get like there's a buy-in for amateur tournaments i'm sure the same thing that some of the bigger ones but can you re- like let's say it's the world championship of bass fishing can you really just pay and be like i'm gonna fish it i mean most of those they have entry fees you so, don't have to yes. do like a qualifying tournament though to get into it. So most of the time, if you're like the Bassmaster. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. need to be like. But it's so, also if you're winning like a million dollars for fishing, like there's a pretty big buy-in. There's a whole lot of sponsorships you need and all that so kind of stuff. So here, here's usually how it works. Usually, you pay an entry fee and you get into uh, the first tournament. The first tournament, the fir- the top, say five or whatever. Well, not even that. Let's say top 100 anglers. Oh, wow. Who win that tournament. Because, like, it's probably three to 400 anglers are going to be fishing in yeah, this one yeah, tournament, yeah. like, for Bassmaster or whatever. Sure. So, the top 100 get pulled, and then they have their own tournament, and then the top 50 get pulled, and then the top 25, and then the top 10. And those top 10 are going to be who you see on the mlf outdoor channel whatever yeah, yeah. That, that's gonna be like this summer in the bat or this spring in the Bassmaster classic yeah you have blah, 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 todd ferguson and, yeah or even like kevin van dam or my jacob willier willier oh, cooper really jacob, is getting into jacob all wheeler or cooper like, doesn't have a fantasy football team he's got a fantasy Bassmaster classic thing so the reason i was asking i didn't know if you were saying like money like if you just have enough time because clearly to fish all that like you got to have a living and it takes a lot of time to fish five different tournaments to get to the one that matters so here here's a good way i like to look at it so rob turkla or lunkers tv he used to never fish any tournaments and then all the all of a sudden one day he was like you know what i think i'm gonna try and do i'm gonna fish all the tournaments he he decided i want to do tournament he's got some cool tournament videos too he just started off with flw it wasn't that like I think he's an all right fisherman. I don't think he's the best by any means, but he also is like a part owner of one of the most popular fishing brands in America. Exactly. So he's it's like not what he, you know, who you know. He's got a little bit of a name behind him, right? And he's got money. Yeah. And so he puts money, that, money, money. He puts that out there, and then everyone's like, "Sure, I'll I'll watch him. I'll watch him do this." And so all of his viewers watching his channel, his tournament, then FLW sees that, and they're like, "Hmm." We can get some views. We can get views. Ad revenue. Yeah. So the same, same as the uh, podcast game. Uh, We're not sponsored this week, but if you're interested in sponsoring us, what I was making a joke about spy. He said, Oh, I thought you were taking a picture. You pulled, he pulled his phone up and I was like, is he like taking a picture or something? Like, was I doing something over here? I've got my dungeons and dragons dice for later, but Oh no, I know. I was just saying he was talking about like views and stuff. I was like, yeah, if you're interested in sponsoring, yeah, if you're interested you can in email us let us know. at top4pod at gmail.com. Yeah, T-O-P-F-O-U-R-P-O-D at gmail.com. Yeah, Shameless plug. Shameless uh, plug. Mr. Turkle, please sponsor us. I would love Dude. to go on a fishing trip. Yeah. Can you we imagine? don't think you're that good of a fisherman, but if you want to sponsor us, maybe we'll think you're better. I didn't say it was a bad fisherman. Hey, I'm not saying you're the worst fisherman that's ever lived in the history of forever, but Bill Dance is ashamed of you. Imagine Cooper's words, not mine. <laughs> but like, what if like uh, I just forgot the company's name? What if Apple bought all the fish? Dude, <laughs> I was fish. gonna say, okay, what, what's his brand? Um, Guggen. Guggen. What if Guggen sponsors a top four podcast Dude, for I no? Would, like, we're not talking. We've talked about fish once. I would but, be so into that, even though I don't really mm-hmm. like soft plastics. Please make them tougher. So, 
Guggen, oh, uh, just just to make another shameless plug here. They got that good action, though. You know I tell I mean? these guys, and I'm curious. I want some feedback. This doesn't have anything to do with the action. It has to do with how much salt they put in it. They put too much salt in the bait. But the action has to do with how soft the plastic is. I mean, yes and no. No, the, definitely the center, yes, because the thing's going to well, flex no, not, more or less depending not on with stiffness. what I'm talking about. The part that always rips for me is the center part, the part that your hook goes into, the biggest, meatiest part. That has oh, nothing to do with right. how the appendages are going to I'm fine with a fish coming up and Well, I mean, it's all the same plastic, though. It's yeah, I was going to say, you know how yeah, hard it would be to make two different I mean, plastics yeah. like well, that's, to melt them together or whatever? That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying take a little bit of the salt out, and then nah. that'll make the... So you're, talk, you're complaining about porosity then of the what plastic. Am I, what am I going to eat? I don't want low-sodium guggenbaits to chew on while I'm in the boat. I was going to talk about... So these guys give me a hard time. We are talking about sponsors. I have this idea... For me to get sponsored, me personally, not the podcast. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah, 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 fishing yeah, yeah. companies because I suck at fishing. Like <laughs> realistically, I'm, I'm like in the bottom like one percent of fishermen. Outside of the, like, I know how to pick up a pole, I know how to throw it, and I know how to work like a fluke and a spinner bait because you don't work a spinner bait, you just reel it. Um, I mean, you can work a spinner shut bait. up. I'm proving my point, <laughs> but I've got this idea that if fishing companies wanted to prove that their stuff works, send it to me. Let me go out and catch fish with it, and then you know it works. Because if I can catch a fish, anybody can catch a anybody fish. Anybody can catch a um, fish. I specifically fishing line, fishing line companies. Like I don't know if Zebco makes fishing line, but that's the only yeah they do, and it's awful. Zebco, you want to prove that your stuff's not awful? Like Cooper said, send it to me. I'll see how many times I backlash. We'll I'm give sorry, a backlash if count. You can, if you can buy a spool of line that'll last you like four or five Zebco, different reels of him. your reel. Zebco, I have faith $2. in you. <laughs> Zebco, send me fishing line nah. for free and some, some money, more importantly. And uh, <laughs> we'll see how good it works. The more money you send, the lower the backlash count. <laughs> so I think that's a good way to wrap, not wrap up, but to go into our, 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 like our so, summary of yeah, our 4-3-2s. Yeah. Oh, so, so far, uh, our, my top three, not to my number one <clears> yet, is a good one, though. Um, but my number four to be seen. is topwater frogs. Fun, fun. Number three is spinnerbaits. Number two is the fluke, specifically bubblegum fluke. Bubblegum. Uh, pink if you're not privy. Bubblegum sounds too much like Bubba Gump. Okay, okay hold on. I want to get on this for a second before we go. Y'all, were, I made the Jake's joke about Apple buying off. all the fish. Yeah. Why? Maybe y'all will remember. I'm not upset about this, but I don't remember why. And Forrest Gump, he's... But he, Forrest stops doing the shrimp boat company, and they get a check in the mail from Apple. Wait, did Apple just buy a random shrimp no, boat no, no, company? No. But I, that makes sense. I think he had his accountant or somebody had invested yeah. for him. Yeah, so um, they wouldn't have to work anymore. I remember yeah, now. Like, the book itself has a lot more lore. Not lure, like fish and lure, because Cooper already told me I said it wrong. Uh, but it's got a lot more lore, and goes into, like, some of the, like, I think the movie touches on it, but he taught Elvis how to dance and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So... There's a whole lot more backstory, and I think in the book it covers more and about Jin how he taught him how to love. Yeah. yeah. And his mama taught him about I chocolate. Saw, <laughs> I saw a really funny description for Forrest Gump, and it was like an absentee father gets rich and adopts his son again or something like that. And I was like, you know, that's a, that's a fair point. I don't think he knew he had a son, but he was still absentee. So, Man. Bubba Gump, that's your, your 432. What were they one more time? It was Topwater frogs, spinnerbaits, and flukes. So, Coop, what's your 432, bud? Topwater frog, crankbait, and a jig. 
See, Jig. Mm-hmm. I thought Jig would be number one for Skip Cooper. and Jig. Skip and Jig. Oh, a yeah. bluegill. It was a three blue... eighths ounce. Skip. There was and a jig. brand in there somewhere Fly too. Was it a Rebel? No. No. Don't tell me. Strike King. Strike King. Strike King. I was thinking of the package, but I couldn't think of the name. Every time I, I hear Strike like, King. Which professional? Strike King. Kevin Van Dam. Right. It's not. It's Iconelli. You Rob Lowe. Cooper loves Iconelli. Why are you so far away from the microphone? This is going to have the worst. Okay, I just got a tangent one more time, real quick. I know that this audio probably is terrible. I'm going to probably put this at the beginning. Uh, I'm messing around with noise gates. I'm not a professional producer. So if the audio of this episode sucks, we're working out the kinks. Come on, bear with me. I'll say it later. He sucks at all things noise, music related as well. Thanks. Just kidding. My number four was Spinnerbait. Number three was Topwater Frog. And number two was Chatterbait. Um, because I caught the biggest fish I think I've ever caught. And on it's a funny name. <laughs> I like to chatter bait. Uh, so worst, worst baits, worst baits. Um, so I'll start us off. And th- so here's the thing. Like I said earlier, I only fish with a certain amount of like lures and I know they work. So when stuff doesn't work or I don't think something's going to work, I don't use it. So I don't really have a ton, but there's one bait that I always thought would be so good. And I don't think I've ever caught a fish using one. I'll just show you all the picture of it real quick. It is, uh, I know everyone else at home, it's a Rebel Crick Hopper, or like the little grasshopper topwater oh, bait yeah. thing. That's a big spoon it's for that like, small of a bait. They, uh, it's a bill, actually. It's not a Shut spoon. Shut up. Jeez, but anyway, it's like, you know what I think about that? It's just like a little <laughs> crankbait looking thing, but it's shaped like a grasshopper. And like they were always like so light because they're made to float, and like you can't cast them good. And... Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure they sell a ton of it's like one of those things you find your grandpa's tackle box from like the nineteen seventies and you know, like you open it up and I'm pretty sure that there's already like actual oil being like created in that box. And then you get that on like this will catch a fish and then it doesn't. Or so you get hung up in a tree. You said your grandpa's tackle box. I think that's an excellent segue into something I want to talk about, which is when I was because I've not fished a lot. When I was trying to think about what my worst fishing lure would be, lure. I was trying to like think, which one do I really hate? And I don't have enough in my box to just say, like, oh, I hate this one. So I Googled top 10 worst fishing lures, and I found this website that really has some trash lures. And, BassProShops.com. Uh, <laughs> like you said, at some point we're going to have to get like a video feed or whatever for the podcast to show yeah, what we're looking yeah. at. Someday we'll um, be cool. But... For now, I'll just describe what I'm seeing, and I'll show you guys. This website has some pretty trash ones. The first one, is that head-on or Heaton? Heaton. Heaton. It's the Heaton Hightail, which was apparently really popular in the 60s. It basically looks like a cartoon whale. It looks like a cartoon whale. It's a combination wake bait. It's got googly eyes on it. Yeah, it does. At the top, too. Like, you can't, like, that's just for the person. That's not for the fish. It's a combination wake bait, crank bait, and topwater, which sounds like they could all go together, like, I guess it's just be like an action of a, but the funny thing is that it legit looks like a little cartoon whale where the tail yeah, comes it looks up. looks like, like the goldfish knockoff whales got put 3d and then you put it on a, on a bait. I think my I favorite, my favorite of the worst is the hover lure. So Cooper, I showed Jake this earlier. Check this bad boy out. So what it is, it's got like a body that floats on the water. Then it's got like an arm that branches off to a dragonfly. And that dragonfly is what actually has a hook on it. So the fish has to jump out of the water, eat the dragonfly to get the hook. Which, like, yeah, they do that with, uh, we, they do that with dragonflies and stuff. But the legit, the 
like tagline or the advertisement for this fishing lure was you'll never fish below the water surface again. We were like, that's literally you'll, where the fish yeah, are. You'll that's, never fish for where the fish actually are yeah. again. Uh, I'm going to skip down like, a little I see bit. What they're going for. I mean, it's almost like the same effect as like, you know, like a fly or a frog or something. It's like, you know, they kind of see it above the water and, you know, they're going to come up and like yeah. bite it. Fish like to eat dragonflies. Right. I mean, we had a pond in front of our house, lots of dragonflies, but it's like, in fact, it's like almost like a dragonfly toy is suspended above a like a ladle, and yeah. it's like that's it. It's just not. It, looking it seems good. very stupid. Yeah. Um, this one is one of my favorites. So it's essentially it's just a bobber on two what looks like pontoons, yeah. and the pontoons are batteries with a little impeller drive. So mm-hmm. what you do is you you run your line through. There's like a little thing that was bad. I bumped the mic. It's okay. Um. There's a little thing in the middle here. You can kind of see the metal sticking up. You run your line through it. You put your favorite lure on the bottom, and then the bobber floats, and it just drags it through the water. That's all it does. Um, I, I love that one. This one's called... I bet that works, though. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes you just need a little bit of movement when you're fishing with a bobber. <laughs> Although, it's peanut? like... you can, Oh, yeah. that is literally a peanut. <laughs> so, this one is called the Prez, <laughs> and it was made during Jimmy Carter's administration. You know what? That looks like it came out of Jimmy Carter's administration. <laughs> yeah. That might be the best thing that came out of that administration. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that... There's a few on here. This... Okay, I lied earlier. This, I think, is my favorite. It's the... Well, what did we say? It's the head-on or Heaton? Heaton. Heaton. It's called the Heaton Big Bud. It is legit just a beer can. Oh, Newt has that. <laughs> Newt <laughs> does that. <laughs> it's like a Budweiser so awesome. can with a crankbait bill That's on it. so awesome. There's some more I'll talk to you guys about after the podcast. But my personal worst fishing lure is the jig because I just can't fish it. <laughs> I am not good yeah, enough that, to that get is... it where it needs to be or to freaking work it at the precise 15-degree angle, let it fall, let it freaking work that it back is, up. This, that is the like perfect example of like user error. I'm the same. I'm yeah. not. I don't love fishing with jigs. Uh, and honestly, I don't really like fishing with jigs. But they do catch some big old fish. Yeah. And whenever I like, whenever that's what we're doing, and we're catching them, I love to do it because you catch some good ones. But I don't enjoy fishing and a jig. I'm there's the no same with that thump. Ooh, there's nothing like that thump. That See, you I always miss the thump. Yeah. I feel like, like I pick up and I'm like, oh crap! I've thrown late. jig like three times. I've never got the thump, so I I can't relate. Yeah. I know they now work. Next, next time we go to the Kibler Pond, I would say throw a jig. We'll see. Uh, you, know, hand. you know what I don't like to be is unhappy, so I'm probably not going to do you it. You guys but. should do the thing, you know, like whenever like people like are teaching like their girlfriend golf or whatever. <laughs> like Cooper, Cooper just needs to come yes. behind you and like, like you cast know, for me yeah. and reel in my Cooper's going to be your big spoon to teach you how dude, to use a jig. That, it, that'll be so funny. I, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say. Um, I'll let you. I know. Big spoon I know jigs. I know jigs work because, like, one of the guys I watch on YouTube, his name is literally Jigging with Jordan. Yeah. And like the Googing guys, like half the time, all they want to do is fish jigs and stuff. So clearly, the dudes that know what they're doing know how to use them. Yeah. They catch James good fish. Just don't know. I just don't know what I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. Cooper, Fair what's enough. your worst? Bubblegum fluke? No, I'm just kidding. What? Oh, I was going to freaking punch you in the I'm face. Kidding. Um, so mine's, Hold me back. Hold me back. Mine's not necessarily a bait. It's more of a rig. And Alabama? That, no. I'm fine with Alabama rig. Texas? Dude, have you I ever fished? Florida? You started talking about rig. He said Alabama. Have you ever fished an umbrella rig? That is an Alabama rig. Same thing? Yeah. I thought umbrella had more. I mean, yes and no. 
Like it, it just it depends on your neck of the woods and what you call it. Have you ever fished it? Yeah. Do they catch? Uh, not where I've fished them because don't, don't they catch? <laughs> like Newt, Newt caught like Newt a five them. or six pounder out of Tinkler on, huh. on them before. Okay. Like, yeah, anyway, they, sorry um, to cut you off. What was your least favorite rig? Apparently, yeah, my least favorite rig is a wacky rig. Whereas, Wrong. What? Here's, Wrong. Here's the reason why. And like used to, I would fish them quite a bit. Wrong. Wrong. I would fish them quite a bit, but go back to Dad China. Newt started talking to me about it one day, and it made just so much sense. And ever since then, I'm like, I don't want to throw this anymore. And that's it's too wacky. I you know what? Easy. It's too. But serious. it works. Okay, that's yes, a dumb it, reason though. Well, just just like jigs. Jigs work just fine, but you don't like. Them. Yeah, I don't like throwing them because I don't get sophisticated enough to freaking work them. Okay, wacky rig, Cooper, you literally throw it. So here's you... the difference between James not liking a jig and Cooper not liking a wacky rig. James is like, I don't like to fish this because I can't catch fish on it. Cooper's like, I don't like to fish this because I catch too many fish yeah. on it. Like, well, no, it's, that's a dumb reason. You know what? It's it not hard enough. Skill. It doesn't take any skill to fish a wacky rig. That's hey, my problem. I mean, it. You'll never you get to the MLF that, with that mindset. You say that, but... I mean... You give somebody a wacky rig and just tell them, hey, fish, and they don't know what they're doing. They're not going to have any idea how, what to do with Proof that Proof in the pudding? <laughs> okay, this yes. Is an audio, very, like, an I'm pointing at myself several times. <laughs> but here's what I like about a wacky rig, though, because as someone who likes to throw a tiki worm or whatever, my wife is sitting with us now, and she's just laughing. She's laughing at me being an idiot yeah. because I was pointing at myself on an audio she, podcast. Yeah, she's, she's got her headphones on, so she's not listening to us. It's a big shocker there. But... Like, you fish with your tiki worm, and then it gets mangled up from you catch a fish on it. It's like, well, I'll put it as a wacky rig, and I'll catch more fish on it. I mean, all I'm saying. Yeah, I understand it, but, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't like doing it, you know? You know, I've said it time and again. Everybody's allowed their own wrong opinions, Cooper. Cooper's like, you know what? I chose to live in Chad. Africa, because you know, life in America was just too easy for yeah. me. Like I wanted to. If I ever moved to Africa, move you want, to Djibouti, okay, dude? Because that's a funny I wanna go name. To, I want to go to Malawi one day. If we're talking about Africa, Malawi, Malawi, yeah. Is that cool. where malaria is from? I'm sure they have malaria in Malawi, but no. Um, I have undeniable proof that wacky rig is good. I'm not saying the that's sun, a bad bait. Sh- sh- Cooper says I don't it's like it. Cooper don't cut like me it off. It's no, I'm too good. That's his problem. Guys. Yeah. It's too good. Wacky Rig sounds a lot like Wacky Pack from Sonic, and those were bussing, bussing hey, back in the day. That's pretty good. So that's our worst. Let's, yeah. Let's ones. Wait, what's your worst? Uh, I said jig because I don't know oh, how to yeah, fish it. That's right. All right. Other my, than the Heaton Big Jug or well, whatever okay, that beer so can. Guess as to what my number one fishing bait of all time is. Rooster Tail. What? Spinner bite. He's I already said spinner. It's number three. Bait. Have oh. you been paying it to James talked no. for 15 minutes about eight different baits that were the worst. And then topped him with jig. And Cooper's like, what are you talking about, boy? I don't remember. <laughs> it was, uh, it's, no, it's, it's a not, rooster tail, isn't it? It's not a rooster Be- tail. Beetle spin. No. Cooper, one more guess. Kalen knows what it is. Three. Two. I think I Kalen just mouthed penis to me. Yeah. I'm... It kind of looks like a penis. It's a worm. And I mean like a legitimate earthworm. Think That's about not a lure. It, it is, though. What's it def- is, okay. I'm going to get I'm gonna get the definition. artificial lure. Lure and bait, though. I mean, bait is for living. Okay. The lure definition for... of a lure 
is tempt to do something. Okay, wait, hang on. Oh, Some, that's no, no, like that's that's work. a verb. The noun is something that tempts or is used to tempt a person or animal to do something. A I, worm is a lure. He's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can admit when I'm wrong. Uh, Unlike uh, Cooper. Yeah, I mean it. it what am I, what lures the wacky, ro- wacky. It's an opinion, James. Wrong opinion. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, you can have your opinion, but it's the wrong one, so we're gonna disagree. So, with worm. You. Why but is yeah. worm your number one? I mean, think honestly. In the history of humanity, a worm has probably caught more fish than anything else in the history of forever. I mean, half the baits you go like look at at a shop or you know at Walmart or wherever are like imitations a yeah. of a worm. Yeah. I mean, if you if you've never went fishing before and you're just like, you know what, I want to go see what this is all about. Get a hook, a sinker. You don't even need a sinker, really. Get a hook and a bobber and a $20 pole from Walmart. Or a $10 pole. They've got $10 ones. And then get a box of not not colas or, you know, get a shovel. Go dig underneath something in your yard and go out there, throw it, and you will catch something 100% of the time. Did you just say not crawlers? Not crawlers. (laughs) I don't know why. Are you a price from the (laughs) soap? You didn't juju on that beat. <laughs> Hold on! Throw, God, throw a night crawl. Well, uh, it's night. We're going to walk. Yeah, Bravo Six going night crawling. <laughs> we're all we're all dudes uh, here, right? Did you guys ever eat a worm when you were younger? No, but How to Eat Fried Worms is my favorite. Book That's a good movie. Time. I think I can't remember if I ate one or not, but I definitely put one in a microwave and like blew it. Up. <laughs> I love that bit in the movie whenever yes. that. And then the, uh, there's like two different movies. There's like the older one and the newer one. In the newer one, they have like a whole scene that's about them talking about the the worm's butthole and the sphincter. I don't know. It's like his whole body's just yeah. Um, no, but as a kid, putting a worm in the microwave wasn't very disturbing. Now that I know that how microwaves work in that they literally apply radiation to the water particles and things and vibrate them to the point where the water boils. Very disturbing that you would put a worm in a microwave because you're literally boiling the moisture out of it. Uh, That's why my hamster didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Like those chickens we looked at earlier. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I I think James is an actual psychopath because first he shows us videos of chickens literally being like put into grinders and then he talks about no. yeah, and we're we we just finished eating some microwaves. McNuggets, and he, then he showed us. This. I wouldn't even finish, man. I was still munching. <laughs> he bro. was in the middle of. Oh yeah, he, he took was a bite, and then I showed him chickens getting grinded. Yeah, good times. Cooper, what's your number one? My numero uno is a chartreuse and white dual willow leaf spinner bait, preferably war eagle. See, he's getting too preferably technical. Preferably war eagle. I would agree yeah. with that. War eagle. Great like choice. Hammer blade or no? Great choice. It, the hammer blade depends. Um, you know I'd how hammer no. blades would impact the vibration? Like clearly it's how long it would. Like, do, you know, do you know why? Like fluid dynamics wise? Not necessarily, but I know it also makes it look like a bigger school. I was going to say, oh. I think that the main thing with like a hammered blade is that the, sh- like the, the reflection is way different. So I mean, you got all those other refle- refractions and stuff. Yeah. Thinking there's more, more angles and whatnot. There's also more surface area. Yeah. yeah, and water moves slower at the surface than it will just above it, so maybe that turbulates more. But yeah, maybe so. But I like turbulating. I bet it's, I bet it's more about the color, like you guys said. A, a chartreuse and white spinnerbait, like even if it's a Willow, Colorado, or so, Indiana, what Colorado, whatever it is. You, I don't even know what the that difference. Means. I know yeah. what a willow is, but I don't so, know what them other ones. Is it the shape willow, of the blade? Yeah. Yes. So willow is the long, skinny ones. Colorado are the short, circular ones, and Indiana 
are like more oval shaped. Gary Indiana. What's the tall round ones? Are those James blades? No, those would be in the uh, tall and round. Yeah, I I get it, but that's more of an oval, tall round. So, oh man, I think it's cool that Spinner Spinnerbait made all of our lists. Yeah, but you you like you can't go wrong with chartreuse and white because it it's good in clear water and it's good in dirty water. It's good in greatest color. It's a great color, and you also like if you if you give someone who's never fished a day in their life. You give them a spinnerbait. You say, "Cast this out and just reel it in." Kind of. That's how I learned. Slow. That's why James likes them. Yeah. yeah, they're simple. The same. Wait, 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 wait. Though I want to focus on this. You literally just yeah picked yeah, wacky rig because it's too simple, and well, now you're no, saying you spinnerbaits are so simple you could throw anybody on it. They're gonna know what to do. Okay, here's the difference though. Kind of hypocritical. You can change up how you fish a spinnerbait. You can't change up how you fish a wacky. You could pop it a little more or a little less and stuff like that. Yeah, you could just reel a wacky rig back. Yeah, but still, there it's. I think wacky difference. rig and spinnerbait have the same amount of skill level. Yeah, like, no, I agree. I do not. Cooper's just hating on the wacky rig. What I'm a, sorry. What stri- I, okay, I am really surprised by Cooper. Like one, the wacky rig that is a wacky choice for yeah, worst in my for opinion. Worse, there's a lot but of bad ones. I'm also it, just surprised jig, that you instance. didn't choose jig as your number one, just because like that's see, like the main thing you throw. See, yeah. I was thinking about it. But at the same time, like, I've caught more fish on a spinnerbait, I feel like. Mm. And and part of that is because whenever anytime I go and fish with Dad or whatever in a boat or even Newt, Dad and Newt, they both, they're very, they don't like sitting in one spot whenever they fish. They're they bass like to, fishermen. They have their foot on the troll motor and they're going the entire mm-hmm. time. So you can't flip as much? So you can't flip. Mm. Like, if I, if, whenever I have my own boat, I'm going to find a spot that has a lot of brush and a lot of cover, and I'm going to sit there until I pick that thing apart with a jig. So you remember how earlier I said I can't wait for Cooper to get a boat? I take it back. I don't think I want well, to go fishing with Well, I think it Cooper. depends. The thing with Dad and Newt is it depends on what they're fishing, yeah. what the purpose is. If they're going uh, out to fish, yeah, they just want to like go around and like put around and fish a bunch of different stuff and try to catch a fish wherever they can. Well, and when Dad, whenever Newt and Dad will find a spot where there is fish, they stay. They the, stay. Yeah. But, yeah, like, but the thing is they, aren't, in a they hardly ever pick up a jig anyway yeah in a like, tournament like i've only fished a couple tournaments of that but we almost always go find cover and then fish with jigs on it we'll see the i've only ever fished one tournament with that and the entire time except for one little point we had a crankbait in our hand and on that one point dad still had a crankbait in his hand and i picked up a flipping bait because that's what i wanted to fish with and i caught one on it granted it was two inches short of the limit but <laughs> yeah i was the only one who caught anything that day and all of them were all short which sucks. yeah but. yeah i'm i'm still surprised too like you said I, that it's yeah, not it's a kind of not just a jig kind of when we pond hop which is most of what we do you almost always start with a jig and end with a jig if we're having action on something else you'll change to it so even still i don't like i won't change to whatever y'all are throwing specifically because like a lot of times y'all would be throwing a fluke uh, it's like fluke that I don't want to. It's not necessarily that I don't like flukes. It's just I'd rather throw a jig or something else. You know, all your top four were hard plastics or hard bodies, right? Not necessarily with jigs, but kind of yeah. yeah. What would be your favorite if you had to pick a favorite soft plastic? We know it's not going to be in a wacky rig rig, but what would be your favorite bait in the soft plastic category? Missile baits, D bomb. So. 
Because he can jig. I was going to say, because he can flip a freaking. Okay. That's fair. I'm I'm gonna leave it at that because uh, you're gonna. If flip you're talking it. about working bait, yeah. For like moving bait, I'll say moving bait for soft plastic swim bait, a okay. paddle tail or something like that. Just because yeah, does fair. fluke fall in the th- category swim bait? No, no, it's like a working bait. It, it a swim bait is like uh, you literally like, yeah, you just reel just it back. Reel it. Okay. And it I've looks got like some a fish swimming. I've got some soft plastic swim baits. Um, yeah. See, I don't throw swim baits very often, but one of the biggest fish I've caught this year was on a swim bait. Over at the one of the red ponds, huh. so uh, on just a li- regular old white KVD perfect plastics like three or four inch swim bait. Oh yeah, I yeeted out to that uh, end that you like to. There's that corner where that is, there's always that big fish. I just chunked it as hard as I can over that way and just reeled it back across. I caught like a four. Is that day that we took that picture with uh, Jake and oh, you where we had like we tripled up? Yeah, we tripled up and. Jacob had the biggest fish, even though he was the smallest guy. And James had the smallest fish, even though he's the biggest yeah, it was guy. Yeah, a funny so, picture. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, yeah, that, a lot of good memories yeah. of us all fishing. And I've only known, like, fished with you guys for a year. So. <laughs> you know, we really should have counted up. Uh, that, uh, is that everybody's number one? No, or my we, number one. Okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't want to cut you off. Uh, no, you're good. Bubblegum fluke. He already touched on it. I, I didn't say bubblegum. I said fluke. Uh, so, your number one? Yeah. Bubblegum is by far my favorite color just because I like the idea of being able to catch a wild animal on something that pink. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. hunt, and you don't want colors like that in the deer woods. It just sticks out versus <laughs> I, I like to fish think that, that fish like, just get it. pissed off at certain colors. They're like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, this Absolutely. pink guy showed up again? No Absolutely. way. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I guarantee that's what part of it is. I looked at it, too, because I, I, like, I was like, surely like color... It matters, but does it really, like, destroy a bait for a fish? Like, they're going to attack it or eat it versus just leave it alone? And apparently fish have, like, really good vision to where they can yes. see, like, yeah, I mean, very think- subtle differences so, in color. Uh, I forgot what it is. Um, bass can see in water. 25 or 30 times better. <laughs> Kayla just made a face like, wait, what? Bass can see in water? I mean, ba- bass can hey, see in water 25 that, or 30 times better than yeah, humans. I mean, you if think bass if couldn't like, see in water, that dragonfly bait we looked at might be <laughs> yeah. on to something. I mean, 25 yeah, or 30 times it, better than us? Than us. Even okay. like, like if we were to just, without any form of in polarization... Water? Go stick our head underwater. But what kind of, if we're talking like Clear Creek, Arkansas, yeah, there's no vision. You're talking like well, even spring still, fed, like uh, hot spring. Well, they're kind of hot, even, but even still, a bass yeah. would still be able to see better than we would in that. Yeah. So, like, even what we can see in clear there, water, you're saying 20 still, to 30 times more definition or further or a combination of the I two. I think, I think what it is is their eyes are more receptive, like they're low light and yeah. like. Like uh, they're okay. All the little particles and stuff they can probably see past easier like, than we can. They have rods and it's cones. It's like if they have a color wheel, right? They have a color wheel, whereas we have just like a set number of dots. You know, we only have. 15 you're talking. So you're talking. That we can you're see. trying to say yeah, we definition. Do way less color underwater, like yeah. with scuba divers yeah. and stuff. Whenever you actually like, they take pictures and like they, they've actually got the full color from what they're seeing. That's like coral reefs. If you're diving in one, you might not see it as that vibrant, but to a fish, it's like. Beautiful, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we only have... So they have more definition. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I guess yeah. that they're would on, be... The they're on 8K. Yeah. We're over here with, like, 720p. Yeah. So... 
I think, I mean, that covers everybody's I think so, top yeah. four. Yeah. That's pretty good What stuff were you saying while ago? Um, what I was going to say is I wish we had counted, since you started fishing with us, how many baits you've lost or hung up in trees. Dude, I was going to talk about that's that. that's so funny. I know one. Uh, yeah, we know <laughs> one for sure. I'm going to tell Cooper, that story. So Cooper lost. Cooper was tearing it up with a jointed swim bait. Like a Was it three or four joints? Uh, um, uh, or five. Four? four? four it was. Bank. Anyway, I was like, Cooper, that looks like a nice bait. What is that? Like, I, I kind of want to go get one. And uh, he told me what it was. He's like, and I'm not going to let you throw it because it's a $15 bait. It was a Mike Buka baby bull shad and bull shad. Was it a three eighths? Was was it a three eighths ounce? I think they're half ounce. I I hate that you know that. I knew you would. But anyway, he's like, yeah, it's pretty nice. And he caught a couple of really nice fish on it. And I was like, Cooper, I'm going to, I want to throw that. He's like, okay, you know what? We're almost done. You haven't done too good tonight. I'll let you throw it. I threw it. No, that's not what I said. I said, you haven't hung up a ton. He was hanging up, but he was hanging up on his stuff, and he'd cast Jake's stuff and one other thing of mine, and he hadn't hung it up. Well, I was so being I very, I was being very careful. Yeah, I think you could see where this is going. But the second cast, I caught like a, a slab it, of a crappie. It was like a pound and a half, two pound crappie. Yeah, and it, it was, was big one boy. of the biggest ones I've caught in a while. I've fished for them in a long time, but it was a big crappie. And then I caught a decent bass on it, like a two pounder or something. Yeah. And then my last cast, obviously the last cast. I freaking yeeted it 45 feet up an oak tree. And I was like, it's okay. This is a braid line. I'm not going to break it. And I instantly broke it because it wasn't braid. <laughs> it My was pole was braid. His was 20 pound monofilament. Yeah. So well, here, here's, here's what ticked me off about it is he hadn't hung this thing up at all. And it's starting to get a little darker. We're all getting hungry. We're all ready to go and eat dinner or whatever. We're like, all right, let's, let's go ahead and pack up. We're all heading back to the Polaris or whatever we had. And Jim's was like, just one more cast, one more cast. He yeets it right up into the top of this tree. Dude, it was so funny. You got a you got a free ribeye out of it. I did get a free ribeye out of it. So that's I think that's a fair I I more than paid for that bait. Yeah. When we were But uh, you don't ever get to throw my uh Yozuri uh walking bait. That's what he says right now. I've got a It's only a thirty dollar bait. Big spook? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the big. Speak. Yeah. yeah, if he uh, if he lets me throw that and I catch in a tree, he's getting a tomahawk rib. I did. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'm gonna look up how much that bait. Costs. There was my favorite time I lost a bait. Um, was the time we went to Canada four years ago? I think yeah. is when it was, or five years ago, I guess. Um, me and Newton Justin were fishing on Lake of the Woods, and I mean it was one of those days where we really were just wearing them out. Like we crankbaits were killing them. Uh, we were sight fishing quite a bit, absolutely killing them. There's this one island we always go to. Um, it used to be a brown house, but then they painted it. Now it's blue or something like that. But we always go to that place, and we always just absolutely kill the smallmouth on it. Um, but we had started just fishing with spinnerbaits, just like putting around to every island and just like killing the fish. Just absolutely, you know, every cast, pulling pulling one in, you know, doubling up, tripling up the whole yeah, time. Yeah. But there's so many pike and stuff. Pike have teeth. They were, they, you know, steal your spinnerbaits and stuff if you're not careful right and so we had lead or like wire leaders it wasn't lead but wire leaders you know a good six or eight inches in front of our spinnerbait fun fact so they do that for alligator fishing too oh yeah, yeah. see you that way they don't cut their their, yep. their line and stuff Makes you sense. probably definitely need that for alligators <laughs> yeah. get a death roll going with those teeth you're done yeah so uh, we were throwing these spinnerbaits, and like you kind of have to check because I mean you just like bend the wire and twist it up to make sure that your line doesn't come undone. I wasn't checking mine enough, and Nuke kept telling me like I had the last one of his. He had like some custom spinnerbaits because he used to work for a, a fishing store, at, like an outdoor store, and he was the fishing department head. Uh, but anyway, 
I hadn't been checking it. And he's like, Jake, make sure you're checking that because it's my last one like that. And, you know, we saw like another day on the trip or whatever. And we're putt-putting around and I'm casting out, not checking my line, casting out, not checking. And then That's I, the go fight to cast, coming. I go to cast and the, the leader finally had come loose enough that that spinnerbait literally just went and sailed over the like over the island we were fishing on. I just like Dude. I felt like the line go like weird, and I was like, "What the heck?" And I look up and I could just see it sailing over the trees. Well, one and of these like, days, what was that? Is somebody on that nothing? island is going to be desperate to get a bait, and they're going to find that freaking custom spinnerbait. They're going to be so happy. Oh, so yeah. two things. Did you get into a fight? Uh, yeah, I did later, but like I don't a really fist fighter. Uh, we about came to blows <laughs> like literally twenty minutes after that. That's Not funny. over that spinner bait, but over something else. Yeah. So, Dad or Newt or both lied to me. It's only a ten dollar bait. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Cooper uh, getting a one burger, one not one a ribeye. Like, that's like a thirty dollar bite or bait. Don't don't lose it. Don't hang it. Maybe up they're not seat. impressed right now. Maybe. Demand, but man. speaking of freaking yeeting a spinner bait. So Jake has this video of me. We're, oh we were, my gosh. We were fishing the bank over on Tin Killer when we were camping with my family one time. Yeah, like <laughs> and, three or four years ago. Yeah, and we're sitting there, and I have a spinnerbait. And I go, I'm about to happy Gilmore this dude. Bless you. I'm about to happy Gilmore this dude. And I like I get a running start, and I always roll cast. <laughs> well, whenever I went to roll cast, which is like sidearm cast, my line wrapped up. And I sent that thing as hard as I could, and we just hear, pop. Yeah, there was just a pop. And that bait just went. Yes. There was an <laughs> island probably 150 yards, 200 yards across the way from us, it and landed. it probably landed on the <laughs> it, it, like, it had Cooper to have got won. at least halfway there. Cooper yeah. won the long cast competition that day. <laughs> it was so funny. And it's so, it's so funny in the video, because you just see my jaw drop, and I look at my bait, look at Jake, look back yeah. at my rod. I I'm instantly like, started laughing, because I, I knew what happened. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a good video. I've got more than one of those. It's amazing how many baits I've lost in as little time as I've been fishing. But like Kipler Pond one time, I was fishing a hard body like jointed swim bait. And I don't know what was. I think my eye might have like a nick in it or something. I cast oh, as hard as I can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it goes to the middle of the pond with no line on it. My line yeah. broke off. I broke off a fluke that same day. Like mm-hmm. I've broken so- several, several uh, lures off in trees. But also just like yeeting the things across the world. So one of checking our, your line is important. Yeah. So one of our neighbors not important to me apparently. I I used to go over there all the time and fish their pond. Um, they they have really small bass in there, but it, it was always fun. But there's one tree on that property that has probably a good hundred two hundred dollars worth of my lures in it, <laughs> because like this wasn't just super. I started fishing there not super long after <laughs> I got into fishing. And this tree hangs out over the pond a good ways. And if I can get a bait up and underneath there, I will at least get bit. Like, mm-hmm. it's a for sure. I'm at least going to get yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But getting that bait up and underneath, because there's like... It's pretty low hanging. It's like seven or eight inches ab- above the yeah. water level. See, I have that same problem. But the trees that I get five feet. The, I was yeah, gonna say yeah. the trees that I have to get under are forty five feet away and twenty five feet. In the <laughs> exactly. Air. Like I, there's like four or five different spinner baits, a couple chatter baits, at least three crank baits up in it. Yeah. Like a couple. Yeah, that's so awesome. There's buddy, like three or four like quarter ounce. We we've got in that tree. There's two ponds specifically right by my house that we fish all the time, and I found out a little while back that all of our hung up baits that we were get like getting stuck in the trees, 
our buddy Jacob would go with his kayak and, or his wife, and they'd climb the trees and steal all of our baits out. <laughs> he's of getting them. a lot of free tackle. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, I got like twenty or thirty dollars worth of baits out of that tree That's over awesome. at the Red Pond. Yeah, I don't know if he got your jig or your your swim bait or not, but yeah, he's been going and taking all of our stuff out of there for like the past uh, year. Text that dude right <laughs> quick. Hold on, <laughs> he sent me That's videos fantastic. of him doing it before. It's awesome. Um. You know the whole the whole you couldn't hit a broadside of a barn. I'm the opposite. <laughs> if there's one tree on a pond, I will find a way to hit it with a bait and lose yeah. that bait. If there's the a tree. branch, there's a way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I think man. that's a good spot to kind of wrap up. Yeah. Top man. four fishing yeah. lures. Top four fishing lures. What's our What's our topic going to be for? Uh, oh, well, oh we yeah. really need to pick. Um, all right, so we've got the list open now. We're going to choose for next week by rolling a d20. Depending on which one we Such get, we may have to pick a subcategory because we got some stuff on there like movies and i think if we do movies we just arm wrestle over you know we're gonna decide right now who's picking what movie topic there we go oh that'd be a good one we just fist fight and the winner gets to pick (laughs) next week we're all like you know like talking with no teeth and stuff all right real nasally uh, how many do we have on there uh we got over 20 no we're back down to 18 okay i was gonna say i think we were right at 18 we can come up with Christmas movie. Well, that's under movie. If we get 19 or 20, we'll, we'll just re-roll. re-roll. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. Rolling a D20. Number two. What was it? Uh, video games. Video games. Okay. So I think we should pick a series of video games yeah. that we want to cover. We all love COD. Week. Let's just make it easy and go COD. Call of Duty? Yeah. Well, Man, we got an interesting like subsection of our top three so far. Or do we want to do something a little bit more broad and do like system? I don't Ooh. really want to do system just because like. Cooper's too young to have played on four systems. <laughs> I mean, I've played on four systems. He's a young but, gun. Like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, look, I you got re- Game Boy, Nintendo DS, yeah, I've done, 3DS, GameCube, Xbox. What if really we just leave it at video games and just make it generic? No. What if we do single-player video games? Like, the funnest ones just to do by yourself. Split up single-player versus Top four single-player campaigns and video yes. games. Campaigns are like... Oh, in ge- Ca- I guess campaign. campaign yeah. 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 Campaign. I think we go to story mode. Yeah. Huh? Dead Red, Red Dead Redemption Kalen says Minecraft could count it's as probably a single the only player one though. <laughs> Minecraft could count, but um I think that's a good one. I, I mean we're all video game nerds, yeah. so it'll be a lot of fun to get all into right. that. I already know what my number one is. So once again we gotta do our shameless plug. If you yeah, got yeah, ideas yeah. or if you wanna for some reason sponsor us, um you can reach out to top four pod at gmail.com. That is T O P F O U R pod at gmail.com yeah hit us up um other than that um you know i'll do my normal plugs here in a minute for our different uh places where you can get ahead of us yeah maybe we'll have sponsors (laughs) who knows um but thank you guys so much Uh uh-oh anyway uh sorry Uh! there's there's remember i talked about hiccups you guys all got to do a shot that's That's, two shots for this podcast three shots already did you hiccup three times yeah that's three three hiccups jeez uh, but anyway, uh, we'll your plugs for social media. Yeah, we'll do. We'll have our social media plugs here in a second. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you share this. Uh, if you're listening on something that lets you, you know, rate and review, do that as well. Let five us know stars what you only. Think. Yeah, five star reviews only. Like, let's get it. Let's please get real. You. We're better than Joe Rogan. Um, please bear with us with the we'll audio quality and stuff. We're really trying to dial it in, but I don't have any idea what I'm doing. So if y'all have any advice. Let me know. Hey, hit us up on that email. I'm not going to spell it again because it takes too long. Yeah, T-O-P-F-O-U-R-P-O-D at gmail.com. I was wrong. All right, thank you guys so much. We out. Remember what I said about audio quality? All right, goodbye. (laughs) Bye.
All right. Thank you guys for listening to episode two of the top four podcast. We hope you enjoyed uh, one quick thing for next week. Uh, we're not actually doing video games. That audio file got really messed up. So we're actually going to be doing Thanksgiving dinner. So we're choosing like our top four favorite menu items or whatever to have at Thanksgiving. So that's a lot of fun. Also, super big announcement. We're now on Spotify. Look up top four podcasts. It's got my name on it, Jacob Peters, or you can look up top four Pixar movies to find us on there. Uh, so be sure to give us a follow, hit that notification button. So, you know, you always know when we're uploading because right now I have no idea when these are going to be going up. I'm trying to do them on Mondays, but you know, I'm not, I'm not a professional yet. So uh, be sure to like us on there and be sure to check us out on Facebook at top four podcasts as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.